0: is the sports animal proud to be a cumulus media station
1: even if they're not that proud of us now batting for the sports animal your afternoon drive number two men on van nunley and fred slow and in the on deck circle robert buck d gibson
2: this is two men on with van nunley and fred slow It's Friday, Albuquerque. What that means. The boys are here. The boys are here. I'm Fred Slow and I'll be alongside you, friend of the show up until 7 o'clock this evening, where we will hand the reins of this radio station over to Mike Trujillo, true to the game. But alongside me, he's the pep in my rally. Van Nunley. Van, how are you? I know we're on radio. We're not on TV
0: right now, but I am grooving, my dude. I'm feeling it.
2: You have a real energy as far as uh, you're hosting the Macy's Day Parade. You have a Macy's Day Parade energy. Well, I only have a beanie on. I don't have one of those cool band leader hats like <laughs> UTEP has. Not so bad. Alongside me, who is alongside Van, is the second funniest comedian in the city, Oh, Robert Buck D. Gibson. Robert, how are you? I
3: am great. Like you said, the boys are here, and they can hear the bands are here as well.
2: We are live from Noisy Water Winery, so the John Lopez studio is remote today as we are at the uh, northwest corner end zone, I'm going to say end zone, of the pep rally here at Old Town Plaza. Uh, right now the UTEP and the Fresno march. This is, like a, this is a legit drumline battle, the bands kind of deal.
0: It's a face-off. They're facing each other just going at it. So we, don't, we don't have Nick Cannon, but we do have Van Tate down here. Yes, similar. Aging them on.
2: Similar energy, um, both giant back tattoos that no one knows about. We are at Noisy Water Winery, and thank you for them for hosting us. So if you are down here at the event uh, uh, or if you're driving down, you're tuned in now. Stop by. Say hi to your boys. We got uh, all the sports animal stuff is up, all the all the swag. The truck is out. The we're blocking the sun for some reason to stay cool with the canopy, but, yeah, we're having a lot of fun with it. We're going to do it all day long. A lot of sports news that we will go over. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about the bowl itself. We're going to talk about the big game tomorrow. Uh, the aforementioned Van Tate, who hosts the pep rally, and I think he's done it. Every year that it's existed? And that's existed, as far as uh, I know, yeah, I believe if that, so. If that's not true. He'll tell us otherwise. He'll be joining us at five fifteen today to talk about kind of the history of it. Uh, we're going to have Ann Stecker on. She's from Sheehan Winery. If you haven't been down to Old Town Plaza yet, um, or at least post COVID, uh, it's, it's been some changes. You know, it doesn't it doesn't feel eighteen twenties uh, Spanish Inquisition. Set. There's like there's a new energy down here. Okay, well, Spanish Inquisition did not happen here. Told you,
0: told you it doesn't feel that. It still has the old-town <laughs> charm, and, and there's all types of new businesses here, so definitely come check it Charles out. Charles
2: Roomba of Noisy Water Winery will also join us. That will be a lot of fun. Pete from Downship Brewing is going to come down from upstairs and hang out with your boys for a little bit. And then Tyler Torres, uh, he's going to join us from Fat Teas BBQ, and we're excited for that because Van is a vegetarian. Watch me. Oh. <laughs>
3: I'll definitely take your portion. Watch definitely. me. Definitely. What? Watch me. Oh. It's a party then. Yeah. <laughs> if, that's, if that's the energy you're bringing. Grilled
2: pineapple or GTFO. <laughs> I will have one bite.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is uh, I don't know, it's a, it's a winter in the desert here this evening, so your boys are bundled up, but we're going to laugh a lot with you and have a lot of fun. Um, as far as the pep rally for the event, you went to the luncheon today, Van, and that was at Isletta.
0: How was that? Yeah, Zledo Resort and Casino hosted the New Mexico Bowl, excuse me, PUBG Mobile New Mexico yeah, Bowl, the there we go. The press conference be. and luncheon, and it was quite the show. Jeff Simbieta and his team were quite the host. Zledo was beautiful, and uh, got to meet the coaches and uh, Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson. Who? It's wow. quite the day. 29? Wow. 2-9, baby. Oh, wow. How was he? Did he give you the time of day? Yeah, it was one
2: uh, thirty. Okay. <laughs> so that's a no. <laughs> did
0: you stay for the food or they ask you to leave early? Well, they asked me to leave and I said,
3: oh, I, I want to get a lawyer and uh, uh, my mask or
0: something. And they're like, okay, Karen, sit down. <laughs> have a salad. Okay, not so bad. So
2: you enjoyed that. Uh, and obviously, they the bands at least have made their way out here. And, the, I mean, there's cameras galore. There's I, I mean, there's a couple hundred people here.
0: It looks like every news station is represented, and there's fans on both sides of the plaza, and, you know, burqueños are here, too, to see the spectacle. It's, it's quite a thing to see.
2: Noisy Water Winery is where we are, and we're excited to be doing it from here. Robert, uh, you had a lot of fun earlier this week. Le- this past Wednesday night, we were live from the draft bar over at Revel, broadcasting the coaches' show with Danny Gonzalez, uh, but then immediately following that, you yes. were hosting a pretty good little, uh, pretty good little event over yeah, here at the comedy
3: yeah. club. Yeah, the comedy roast battles—they're—they're they're growing month by month, and hopefully, I can get one of you guys to get into this, or both. Or against each other. Whatever you want to do.
2: Well, what we need is more attention from strangers, so we'll yeah. do our best.
0: Uh, That's ha-
3: all we do is sit around and roast each other. Yeah. Yes. Might as well do it on stage with a crowd. That's what I'm saying. You guys can close it out. No time limit. Just go.
2: Friend of the show, J.J. Buck, just passed by, and he waved high, offered him a headset, and he said, heart no. <laughs> well, it's family time. Yeah, yeah, Bucks. yeah.
3: I don't blame him for that.
2: Noisy Water Winery given us a little uh,
0: charcuterie board band. That was kind of very nice of them. Yeah, there's some wonderful cheeses in there. What whatever is in the little cylinder in the middle, some kind of raspberry yeah. goat cheese thing, is it's phenomenal.
2: Uh, I don't see any goats in the area, but yes, maybe that's true. The Uber game here is strong. Have you seen how many people are being dropped off at this event?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's also a bus. I about to cool. say, yes. Yeah, yeah. A bus. A and coach a, bus, and there's at least 5 of them because this happens to be bus number 5. <laughs>
3: So there's there's four more buses coming. At least four more coming.
2: This looks to be the Fresno representation. Yes. Here at Old Town Plaza, Um, my father years ago would paint the numbers one, two, three, and five on things, and he would never paint the number four, and he always felt that to be very funny, because then I'll give you an example. Say we were so my father used to do these uh, historical reenactments. Okay. And there would be like um, like a little petting zoo thing, right? So then he would, like, on the goats, he would put the number one, the number two, the number three, and the number five. And there was never a number four, but people would go to great lengths looking for the number four goat that never existed. This is a trick my dad played for years, and <laughs> he played it on all kinds of people.
0: Well, number number four goat, that's uh, John Elway, right? I believe that's There's correct. Brady, yeah.
3: Manning, Tebow. Rogers, then uh,
0: <laughs> Tebow. <laughs>
2: too funny. Yeah, we're going to laugh a lot today. We're going to do it here. Uh, Not a laughing matter, though, and it just came uh, across the the wire for us is uh, COVID-19. COVID-19 is back. I don't know if you guys heard. Fauci said it would be gone this time last year.
0: I guess he's changed his tune a bit. Yeah. COVID is wrecking the American professional sports landscape, and it's hitting the hardest in the NFL. Well, I think it's hitting hardest in Boston, and it's making the Celtics look like little sissy girls. That's one take. All right. <laughs> yeah. if, if this band doesn't make you guys happy enough, I just saw a dalmatian.
3: I did too. Do you I, see that yes. dalmatian? Very beautiful.
0: So if you see a lady with black and white hair, let me know. I'll make a run for it and save that Dal- <laughs> that dalmatian.
2: I think Eric Dickerson just gave me the cold shoulder right in front of the broadcast. That's
0: a hundred percent not Eric Dickerson. It's hard for me to tell with the distance. We
3: all look alike, huh? <laughs> That's all. Oh. There
0: we go. There we go. <laughs>
2: We're laughing, <laughs> we're having a lot of fun with it. The uh, the thing about the pep rally that's so cool is uh, the way everyone's kind of gathered around here. So I'm going to try to paint a visual picture uh, for those that are not present. Both teams' bands have uh, squared off greaser and Socha style head-to-head with each other. And I'm going to call it a rhythmic dancing alongside, like, the the musical stylings of, of loud horn. I don't know how to, to, how would you describe this? Well, Fred, that's
3: a band. That's called a band. yeah, yeah, that's a band.
0: (laughs) And that would be the brass section you're hearing. (laughs) Is that new? A brass section?
3: Yeah. He's still in the wood section. bro. He's he's used to that. His brain's
0: made out of wood with this kind of commentary.
3: Fred Fred only knows the recorder. That's it.
0: Is that the one we all had to share in junior high school and it wasn't that weird?
3: Uh, Mary had a little lamb.
2: Low key, I was pretty good at that. Also one division I was pretty good at that. You say long division? Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay. Got a lot of guests today. We're going to grab our first break early so we can jump into some of this COVID stuff and not miss a feed on it. Uh th- going on here I think until at least 5 though. So the Pepperelli's to at least 5, I imagine I think it runs longer cuz it's one of those like stand your ground turf war kind of things between the like like these two battling bands. Right. First yeah. one to quit. Yeah, first exactly. one to quit. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, well, I hope they all have strong lungs because, well, we know you I don't. You could call it a
0: uh, New Mexican standoff.
2: Dave & Buster's presents Two Men On, <laughs> live from the Noisy Water Winery. We're having a lot of fun with it out here today. It is the remote John Lopez, Coldwell Banker, Realty Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. 95.9 FM, AM 610, Deep sports animal.
0: Sports Animal.
2: Back live from the Pepper Alley Boys. Having a lot of fun with it out here. We're at Noisy Water Winery, and we are immediately across the street from UTEP versus Fresno State, and they band off. I'm, I'm keeping score. I don't know if you guys are. I think it's 1 0 right now. Who Fre- do you have up? So I have Fresno State currently up.
3: I, I agree with you. Yeah. i agree with you on that one. UTEP's got them
0: right where they want yeah, them.
2: Yeah, they're within striking distance. They're just giving them
0: one round. <laughs>
2: If you were this past week signed off the practice squad to play quarterback for one of the six teams in the NFL with a quarterback currently on the COVID-19 list, how pissed are you that the NFL is just rescheduling all these games?
0: I feel bad for Gladiators quarterback Nate Davis because I was sure some some team was going to pick him up for one game.
3: Oh, that would have been nice. That would have been sweet, right? Real nice. He's very good. How many games are canceled right now officially? What's the toll? There's no games that are canceled. Just rescheduled. Okay, so what's that mean? Reschedule means say you were supposed supposed to play Saturday, like um, like
2: Cleveland and Oakland. Cleveland and Oakland, which was, is Las Vegas.
3: <laughs> I just followed you right into <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, huh. Being a Chargers fan, that would that should have made, made me mad. Yeah. But anyway, they moved to looks like. I got Monday, Monday at night. three. Yeah,
2: Monday at three. A day game. So, Monday, Monday day, day.
3: Monday day. Yeah.
2: So that means your boys are preempted. So we will no longer be here on Monday. They're going to put football on over us. So thank you, Westwood One. So this is us for the next couple days. Um, that's a day off for us, man.
0: Well, I, I, don't, mind. I yes, don't mind well. bonus days off. Yes. I will take it.
2: We're on the holidays? So these two extra days are going to do what? Hey, because hey. Baker Mayfield is not going to bounce back with, positive or with negative tests.
0: Honestly, the NFL rescheduling this to Monday helped you out a lot. Because I wasn't showing up anyway.
3: <laughs> the,
0: <laughs> Noted.
3: I'm looking here at the, Ram, uh, the Rams, the Browns roster. 20 guys. Almost everybody is on the COVID list. 20 of them. Out of the over
0: 100 positives in the NFL, 20 of them are from Cleveland. Wow. This week, 100. A, wow. Almost a quarter of the NFL's covid positives are all on the cleveland browns
2: it's so crazy to me that because the nfl was like very steadfast they're like we are not going to reschedule games you guys have to follow the rules you have to do it correct this is your own fault and it's not like it was a year ago where there was no vaccine and and they had all these like really strict implementations this is today and for whatever reason people don't seem to practice i don't mean football
0: i mean safety all right you're right about that yeah I mean, there's. if you're taking it super seriously, hey, I've never got COVID. I took it super seriously. Maybe the NFL should just, I'll, I'll tell you what, Roger Goodell, let's start a GoFundMe.
2: For the NFL. Right, no, let's start a move. On. On.
0: No. <laughs> no, I, I take that back. Not a GoFundMe. Let's start moveon.org for me to be the new commissioner. Oh. I, can, I guarantee you I could solve this COVID problem. What would be your first call to action? Uh, I'll cancel all the games. <laughs> cancel?
3: <laughs> I would. I would want to see replacement players. I'm you all about the same. replacement players. That's how I am. That is so entertaining to me. Get all the XFL guys that never made it. Get Dig into the uh, arena leagues, yeah. all of that. Like Get those guys. Let them play. Anyone? Get, get Shane Falco.
0: It's, oh, most it's definitely. It's Shane Falco for sure. <laughs> Are you talking about
2: Footsteps Falco who lost the big game in Ohio State? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. Atrocious. Um, so there's other games that were rescheduled. We're going to have two Tuesday games. Tuesday, we're going to have games. All right. So hold on. Are there any
2: games Saturday any, anymore? Are there's they- one game Saturday. All right. What game is still Saturday?
3: That is the New England Patriots against the Indianapolis Colts. All
2: right. So here's the amount of surprise I have in New England having a full roster. Zero, because their coach Bill Belichick will cut your ass.
3: Oh yeah, you have you COVID. Cam Newton? Yeah, you have COVID. <laughs> you have you don't have a job. Yes, surprise, surprise.
0: The who's the goat in New England argument continues over to COVID, because the only two teams without COVID are the Patriots and the Buccaneers.
2: And wow. All, and Roger Goodell is not going to go to Bill Belichick and be like, "Hey, we're moving to your game," because Bill Belichick is going to say, "No, nah, no, fam, we ain't." <laughs> Sorry for Indianapolis
0: and their two bad knees. And and they messed up really big on not stacking these Tuesday games into a doubleheader. Right. They put them at the same time. Yeah, at the same time. They're both at 5 o'clock. Yeah. That is foolish. I don't want to tune into the Red Zone channel on a Tuesday. Because we're off on Monday, and I'm pretty sure I'm checking out early. I'll be off on Tuesday, too. And I (laughs) want
3: to watch a doubleheader of football. (laughs) Well, those games do come on at 5 p.m., so... You will be checking out early. Five <laughs> Eastern or five Mountain? Five, five mountain. mountain. Yeah. Five, five mountain. mountain. Seven PM Eastern.
2: All right. So, all right. So, just to reiterate, tomorrow, Cleveland, and Las Vegas canceled. Yes. Rescheduled. Rescheduled. Yes. To Monday. Monday. Yes. Okay. Nothing else was rescheduled from Saturday. Actually, yes. Okay, and then everything else from Sunday to Tuesday. So the idea is they think this two-day buffer is going to allow you to, 24 hours apart,
0: have two negative tests. It's
3: not happening. Well, the,
2: that, that's the
0: magic, right? Well, Washington is out their quarterback. Yes. The Saints are out their coach.
3: Ba, 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 ba. Breaking news, Sean Payton also has COVID. Well, if it's left up to Fred, Taysom Hill would be the coach and the quarterback. That's Gene, true. Are you that's talking true. about
2: general manager, Taysom Hill? General
3: manager, owner, janitor, everything. Oh, and it is getting turned up over here at the plaza. I think they just a Steve Stucker chant, but I'm not certain. The mascots have entered the building. Yes. That's where all the noise is coming from. The Mascots are on
0: stage right now pumping up the crowd like Robert Buck D. Gibson does at comedy shows. (laughs) I thought they were chanting,
2: let's go Buck D., but it may have been, let's go Brandon.
0: That would not surprise me. That's messed up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it's fun, It's funny to me. Like, so this pep rally, by the way, is packed out. Like, this is as impressive as a thing as I've seen in person. Also, somebody's in shorts and a T-shirt, and I just don't know about that uh, right now. I
3: see that with his hands in his pockets. I mean,
2: what are we doing? This is
3: his knuckles. Is the only thing that gets cold.
2: This is high desert winter. Like you, like you got to figure it out.
3: No socks. He's
2: committed. Yeah. You you know, let's get him on. <laughs> He believes in climate change as much as Sean Payton believes in COVID. <laughs> all right, so the games from all right, what games from Sunday
0: got moved to Tuesday? Like the Saturday Saturday games and the teams that are being wrecked by COVID, they're moving them to Tuesday so they have a chance to field an actual team. Right? Oh, okay. Even yeah. the Browns playing Monday, I'm not very confident they're going to get a lot of these players back. No. So with the Browns,
3: they have. Added to their list, Kareem Hunt. Sucks. Case Keenum. So they're down to their third quarterback, right? Yeah. yeah. It's
2: Nick, Nick, uh, 4,000 yards and a rookie season Mullins for oh the San Francisco goodness. 49ers.
0: Wow. Is it Nick or Nate? I don't know. There's one of each, right? Yeah. Aren't they brothers like ours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're
2: happy and they're singing?
0: <laughs>
2: that was nice. I like that. Nick Mullins would have put, Nick Mullins historically or Nate Mullins has put one of them is the GM for some team and the other one's a quarterback
0: Wasn't one of them the point guard for the Warriors There you go Oh, Oh that was Chris Mullen uh, I'm sorry you know, Nick
3: I mean, is the quarterback that's what Nick I said. Mullins is the quarterback
2: And Nate Mullins I think runs the front office for the Detroit Lions
3: Nick Mullins is starting Versus the Raiders.
2: And he historically has had really big games against the Raiders in his short tenure of NFL football. He would have whooped up on the Raiders. This was a shoe-in-win for the Browns.
0: Every team, I I got that backwards for you, buddy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Every team, like, the conversation is like, who has a competent backup quarterback? And look what the Browns went and did. They have a competent third string quarterback. Third
3: stringer. Like, that's not, they, they could be way worse off. He well, had some starts under his belt with the 49ers. Sure. That's yeah. yeah.
2: And to be fair, uh, to be fair. Oh. If you're leading with Baker Mayfield, you know you need a third quarterback.
3: Excellent point. Yes. Very strong analysis. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're like, all well, right. if you have Baker Mayfield as your starting quarterback, you already know you need a starting quarterback." <laughs> Would you guys be willing to – to circle
2: old town plaza at least six times and miss the entire pep rally because you were unwilling to park one block off and walk over because i can tell you about this white jeep gladiator that it's made its way around multiple times
0: i see it i think he's doing that on purpose i was gonna say hanging out the window getting absolutely
3: lit with their iphone oh i see that too I was gonna just say they didn't know how to parallel park, but there's that as well. Roberts
2: parallel parking before the program today, top tier. Oh yes,
3: yeah? yes. On a one way. One hand. One hand.
2: Do you put the op? Do you put your right hand on the back of the passenger? Still and- do. Yeah, same.
3: Even though I have that little rear camera, yeah. I never use that.
2: So I use it at the very end because I have a truck, and then it's just to see, just to see how close I can
0: get it. Well, how about that parking job right down there? You see that little uh, gray Toyota Prius? Some of these are bad. I Some had to. Uh, oh, that's you. I did so good. <laughs> I parallel, I parallel parked so well. I had to step up onto
3: the sidewalk. Oh. The car. It was too good. That's more, when you're super close.
2: More COVID outside the NFL and other sports as it relates to the world of sports. Dave and Buster's presents Two Men On. We are live from the Noisy Water Winery right across from the New Mexico Bowl Pepper rally at Old Town. Our studio today is here, and that's the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy One. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, 95.9 FM, AM 610. Deep
4: Sports Animal.
2: Back live on the program, and we're on the patio of Noisy Water Winery, and we're having a lot of fun as we are, uh, I would call this pep rally adjacent.
0: Yeah, you know how, lo- how we love adjacency over here. Yes.
2: It is now, it seems like it's always Fresno State's turn. Like, I feel like UTEP is not getting, like, the fair share. Well, I think well, your, your
0: attention
3: span is quite poor. I yeah. think yeah. UTEP looks better right. because of their uniforms and the hats. But Fresno State, from where we're sitting, they, they may sound a little better. All right, so obviously
2: we can't go this entire pep rally without really breaking down the entire plot line to the movie Drumline. And this, to me, seems like the very end battle where Petey Pablo shows up. <laughs> and Drumline's team had like 20 minutes to perform and the opposing team only had, like, five minutes to perform. Like, of course they lost.
3: That's what's happening.
2: That's what's happening
0: to me if you ask me.
3: Well, you're talking to two guys that haven't seen the movie. This, what? So, <laughs> yeah. Yes. We just, uh, d- and, and I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm the other one. Because <laughs> yeah. they are probably like, what is Fred talking about? No, it's me. I have a confession. Never saw the movie. Never wanted to. I have this thing about me uh fred robert
0: that i like to watch good movies ah so i skipped out on that one ah i'm with you yeah starring nick cannon um that's where they lost me
2: <laughs> <laughs> we had uh we we're talking a lot about covid 19 and kind of what's going on in the world of sports um i had said this earlier in the year van uh because i thought the boston celtics were super soft but i thought it would start at the beginning of the year but they're going to let Kyrie Irving play away games because, um, I guess, uh, forget everyone who follows the rules and does as they're supposed to and cares about their teammates and is a good person.
0: Well, I agree well, that uh, the Celtics are super soft, but he plays for the Nets, unfortunately. That's unfortunately. what I meant.
3: But um, yeah, why? Well, they have Not a reasoning behind this. If you, so what's been happening with the Nets is they have a lot of injuries. They've already had a lot of COVID losses. Uh, So they have their players playing a bunch of minutes. So they've been basically playing with like six players. I don't know why Kyrie can play anywhere but New York, and they think that's going to help, but that's what they're doing. Well,
0: okay, so he can't play at home. Right. He can't play the Knicks. He can't play the Raptors. He can't play in California. So it's not like you get him for half the games. You get him for like a quarter of the games. Right, right. Set against the high-energy, high-stakes world of show-style
2: marching bands, Drumline is a fish-out-of-water comedy about a talented street drummer from Harlan who enrolls in a southern university expecting to lead its marching band's drumline to victory. He initially flounders in his new world before realizing that it takes more than talent to reach the top. Drumline, released in December 13th, my birthday, 2002. Who, uh, who produced it? What, what company? Uh, it was it uh, looks to me It wasn't Scorsese. <laughs> was
0: it Sony? Was it Sony?
3: I'm gonna I say I think it was.
0: I'm gonna
2: say yes, but I don't no, see okay. it. No, no, I um, don't think
3: it was Sony. No. No. Well, whatever production Probably company Probably like New Line Fo- or something. Fox
2: 2000 production. Oh, okay, Fox. Okay.
0: So I'd like to apologize directly to Fox because no one's ever going to watch that movie again because Fred just read the plot the out loud. The
3: whole thing. I'm glad anybody, mean- anybody
0: who was drumline curious is now like, oh, no. Now that I know what it's about, no, thank you. A direct sequel, Drumline, a new beat, premiered on
2: VH1 on October 27, 2014, where Nick Cannon reprises his role as Devin, albeit only as a supporting character rather than the protagonist.
0: So you guys were talking smack about UTEP's band earlier. And I'll tell you what, they just put on a show for they us. They did. They really did. So I think they got rounds two and three. They got the straight-up drumline round, and they got the, the third band round. Oh, and they
3: actually all moved closer to the gazebo. Too so close. They, they got in their face. I like that.
2: All right, so they've walked them back. So this. So I've seen this is Hamilton Burr rules. So what is happening here? <laughs> As both teams are being walked back, this is paces. And then uh, as soon as high noon comes, which is uh,
3: sundown here, then it's all over. No, this is the main event. This is their actual drum lines going against each other. You see how they put the drummers face-to-face, and they're going at it.
2: From the texter, we need to make an effort to look at this Aaron Rodgers story. We will absolutely do that because lots more NFL talk today. Van Tate joining us at 5.15. Charles Rumbaugh will be joining us at 530. He runs Noisy Water Winery. And Stecker will be joining us from the Sheehan Winery. Pete from Downshift Brewing. And then Tyler Torres from Fat Tees Barbecue. Because the plaza here is back to life in Old Town.
0: It's spilling out onto the street. It's so packed. This is really cool to see, in this weather, people showing up for this. Not only UTEP and Fresno State fans, but you can tell there's a lot of locals out here. Right. And apparently there's another guy from Alaska walking around in shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> he thinks this weather is wonderful.
2: Kyrie Irving is back. Who folded here? The the Nets or Irving won out? Or, like, help me understand, fellas. I think Does, the
3: Nets folded.
2: It's, it's a betrayal to the players that have been doing it
3: right. Yeah, I think the Nets folded. Um, I, I bet you, to be honest, I think Kevin Durant was like, hey, I can't keep scoring 50 every night. You've been doing it, though. So let's get me some help. He can score 50 every night, but what he can't do is play 48
0: minutes every night. He's uh, going to fall apart. Good one. He's in the best shape he's ever been in, which is crazy, because he played at the highest level as a fatso. Also, I'd like to send a shout out to um, the parking enforcement here at Old Town. Uh, on the north side of the plaza, you'll find a, a Jeep truck that is blocking traffic. <laughs> Just sitting there watching in the comfort of their heated Jeep. The warmth of the Jeep. While these bands go at each other. And people have to dangerously go around him into oncoming traffic. So congratulations, Jeep guy. You lived up to the name. There is a stigma about people who drive Jeeps. Yeah. What is it? It's the exact opposite of me and my people who drive Priuses. Yes. Okay, there we go. (laughs) Very true.
2: I used to run a health club here in town, and a like a daily conversation I would have to have with members is, please don't park your Jeep tire on the curb.
0: Oh, it looks so cool, though, when they do it? No, it does not. Oh, but
3: Fred, it's so cool. But this Jeep driver isn't on the curb, so I guess he kind of listened to you. He's just in the middle he of the almost street. He just ran over a lady, too. He did. Oh, my goodness. He's a menace to society. Oh, she gave him the death stare, yeah. too. You see that? <laughs>
0: He definitely saw that in his rear view.
2: Well, the, it's not, I would not identify right now as Sonny, and those are a large pair of sunglasses <laughs> on the driver of said Jeep. All right, today's varsity okay. is the varsity of pretentious drivers. Uh, okay? Oh, I like that. So that's today's I-9 varsity. Do you want me to go ask him his name right now yes. so he could be on the varsity? Excuse me, sir, you're making regional fame.
0: First away game. You start him?
3: No way he can start.
0: He rusted. I disagree. I think you got to get ev- you milk every minute out of that idiot. You mm. just let him play till he sweats or passes
3: out, and he just can't go anymore. You well, know, for you- the well, sorry to cut you off, no, but no. for the reasons that they gave, they should start him, but he's not going to start. Well, I say let him go.
2: What are the reasons, though?
3: Well, they were saying people are playing too many minutes. They already have COVID losses. Uh, you know, just. It's a strain on the team with the so little starters and people off the bench that they have. If they don't start them, we'll know that was a lie. All of that was a lie.
2: It seems like a lie anyways. Right. It seems to me like NBA just lost this battle. And, like, Kyrie, and I thought for certain, traded. That's the first thing I saw. Yeah. 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 And when no one else wanted him because he a head case, then I thought for sure, well, he's done. he will never play in the NBA again because it's going to be a rule moving forward. You have to have the vaccination, mm-hmm. and he's never going to get it because he, he can't back
0: down now. No, 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 no. no. It's called cognitive dissonance. Mm. Good Even in response to true data, you dig in into your beliefs, and you're seeing this in real time. He's gonna up, Oh, by the way, Robert, Oh, you 20 bucks. Kyrie came back before Ben Simmons, so. Told you. Yeah. (laughs) Sure did. (laughs) I don't know if that's a shoot bet or not.
2: (laughs) Grab a break. Uh, We're going to watch a little bit of this uh, pep rally from afar during the break. Where we get back, Uh, I want to talk a little bit about your Los Angeles Chargers. Um, Can we skip this? No. No. No, because they, uh, they they skipped trying to win the game last night. Dude, they, they know they have special teams, right? Uh, have you seen them? Here comes that conversation. <laughs> we're two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. We are back live. And we're having so much fun from the Noisy Water Winery. Joining us on the Kwan's Auto Care Hotline, the mailman. Mailman, how are you? We're
5: Buck Gee, I love you like a brother, but how dare you say you ain't never seen Drumline? I'm gonna pull your brother card for that. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what?
3: <laughs> you can watch Drumline all you want for me.
5: <laughs> Look, t- Fred, tell them keep the baby powder away from the drummers. You know what that means, but they don't know what that means.
2: Well it's it's too sexual for AM radio, but yes,
0: <laughs> I agree. <laughs> hey, mailman To make hey. things all square, he was just telling me he's seen may, he's seen many H B C U actual drum lines
3: in Exa- real life. Ex- there you
0: go. So, Thank you very much. Hey And drum I
5: drum I, I took the I took the the H B C U tour in Atlanta. Morris Brand University is the actual H B C U. So how dare y'all do how dare you uh, but do you, you need to go see it just because it's, it is a real university. You need to see the movie. I'll see. No, I'll see the.
3: I saw the real thing. I don't want to see the movie. Nick Cannon. That's um, all that needed to be said to me back in two thousand
5: and two. Look now, his university was fake, but Man's Band exactly. was real. Clark Atlanta was real. Yeah, Bethune Cookman yeah. real. All of those they had real. real bands out there.
3: You know the HBCU, the band that I saw that I fell in love with was Florida A&M, the Rattlers. Oh.
5: Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. But um, hey, uh, Fred, one last thing before I get off, because I told Vitale I'd be fast. Oh. The, the Green Bay Packers better win the Super Bowl this year, because if Aaron Rodgers gets the go to Pittsburgh, he may never leave. Well, put three I, more rings in. You will put three more
2: rings in the trophy case. Mailman, you are the best. Thank you so very much.
0: If, if it's, not, if it's not, not
3: Green Bay, it's going to be Vegas. I can't see anywhere but Vegas. In I, my heart. I was going to say, not even the 49ers? You don't think he'll go back home? Duh. After they jilted him with the first pick? There's no way.
0: <laughs> He's way too proud.
3: Makes we, sense. We yeah. grabbed
2: a guy off the street, and it turns out it was Charles Lopez. And he <laughs> is the... He's the director of business operations for the Duke City Gladiators. Charles, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. A little cold today, but uh, great. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, so you're out here solo. The Gladiators are out. What's uh, what's what's the energy we here? We do. Yeah,
6: we got a few guys out. We're uh, you know we're here to support New Mexico Bowl. Jeff Zimbietta. Um, so yeah, we came out for the evening and uh, get ready for tomorrow's game.
2: What's the Gladiators' presence at the game tomorrow?
6: Um, so we're actually doing a tailgate party. Um, so we'll be, uh, you know, giving some giveaways out to the, you know, the fans that come out. Uh, we have all of our team coming out. We're doing hot chocolate and some breakfast burritos. Okay. On.
2: So, oh, all right, that's what I was about to ask. Yeah. What, so when does it start and what part of the parking lot, and can we be first?
6: Definitely. So we are going to be, like, right across from the BMX track there on Cesar Chavez. Yes. Um, tailgate party starts at 10 a.m. We're going to be there about 8 in the morning. Um, I know people are starting to camp out overnight tonight. So, um, it's like that. It wow. Is. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. It should be fun. Yeah, the oh, RV's yeah. starting to pull in. We drove down this way when we came down here. So,
2: How was this tough animal drive
6: earlier this week for APD? It was amazing. I was so touched to be a part of that. You know, um, just the the luncheon was incredible. You know, learned some stuff about some, uh, you know, teammates that I have. Uh, that, that was really just it was very touching. And just, it was a good cause, you know. I'm really proud to be a part of something like that.
4: Charles,
0: I hate to interrupt this awesome moment for an awesome cause, (laughs) but I think we have a winner. The UTEP band is marching off of the plaza and fresno state band oh, remains no. we have a champion no the underdog no. they got to come back they're the favorites really? in the game
3: i thought they were circling around no, them but this they can't are leaving the end.
0: no this is a That's rally it. they look like they're tucking tails. yeah they're, they're oh, going no. on the bus they're, they're not strolling <laughs> the
2: energy here is very much like end of the day january 6th <laughs> <laughs> Charles, the gladiators are going to be tailgating before. Uh, so what? I got how much money do I need to pay you for these burritos tomorrow morning? Nothing. No. What? Yeah, no. Oh,
6: yeah. We, we have burritos coming out the, in the morning. In, not a ton, you know, but we usually feed about fifty, sixty people. You know, there's a lot of food out there. There's going to be food trucks out there tomorrow. I know there's coffee trucks that do hot chocolate and such. So there'll be plenty for all.
2: Great. So the gladiator players will be out there, they'll be accessible Definitely. to the fan base, yes, and sir. then you guys are going inside and and hanging out all game too.
6: Yes, sir there you yeah, go excited to do so
2: cool charles lopez director of business operations for the duke city Gladiators. if anyone who's a friend of the show wants to get a hold of you to be a partner of the gladiators what's the best avenue for them to do that
6: uh, they can either give me a call at uh, 505-261-7227 or you can go to our website and uh, you can access uh, all of our information from there cool dukecitygladiators.com
2: all the league meetings are done you guys are set you got a start date and everything
6: um, we do. I believe it's, uh, what is it? So we go into camp at the middle of February and we should be kicking our season off right at the beginning of March.
2: When are you, uh, you're doing, uh, tryouts and all that stuff in January or that, is that, is that be, changed a little bit?
6: Camp will be in February. Oh, okay. February. Yeah. yeah. yeah so February.
2: The, are the rosters all but lined out at this point or are there more opportunities for? Definitely
6: for... more opportunities. There are. Yeah, we are definitely looking at people.
2: Okay. Yeah. And Sherman Carter's first year as the head coach, you think that's a big deal?
6: It's an amazing deal. You know, he's been with the team since uh, inception. You know, he was with us on our back-to-back championship run. Um, yeah, he's a solid leader. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing his presence on the field this year.
2: One more time, that contact information for the Gladiators, if you are interested in becoming a partner of the Gladiators or if you're just interested in buying tickets, uh, what's the best bet to get a hold of you guys?
6: Again, uh, the phone number is 505-261-7227, or you can go to our website, dukecitygladiators.com, and you can also find us on Facebook.
2: Chuck Lopez, friend of the show. Thank you so very much, Charles.
6: Appreciate you, gentlemen. What a, good, a, great day.
3: Dude. What a good dude. Appreciate you, dude.
2: We're going to break down the end of this uh, Battle of the Bands in the 5 o'clock hour. We're going to do it with our friend Ann Stacker, who's going to join us from Sheehan Winery. Uh, it looks like she's brought a little bottle of some something here. So if we ah. were cold, we're about to warm up. Oh, yeah. And we'll do that when we get back from the break. Dave & Buster's presents Two Men On. We are live from the Noisy Water Winery at the northwest corner of Old Town Plaza at our remote John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome to quitting time. Welcome to the car. Speaking of quitting time, UTEP. Ah.
0: Uh. So they, disappointed. Get, they just gave up. Damn yeah, disappointed. I'll tell you what. Fresno State might be the favorite on the field tomorrow, but UTEP was the favored band tonight. And I tell you what, Fresno State made them tuck tail and leave early. So congratulations to Fresno State. Winning battle of the bands. Joining us on the program, Ann Stecker from Sheehan Winery, and she's going to keep Van Tate waiting 15
2: minutes <laughs> <laughs> as Van Tate just passed by. We got an extra glass there. We got a. Heck yeah, all
7: my right, friend. So what,
2: oh, oh, all right. So Van says he's good. Ann, uh, thank you for joining us on the program. You make wine.
7: Yes, thank you for having me. Um, I've been a wine enthusiast for my whole life, basically. Um, it's actually Sean Sheehan who Sean makes Sheehan. the wine um, wow. right here in the South Valley of Albuquerque. Um, he invited me to join his team after I spent a lot of time elsewhere doing wine-related activities. And I can tell you that Albuquerque is one of the best places to be right now. And New Mexico, as far as the wine scene goes, is really one of the best scenes um, we all are a rising tide, trying to raise all boats. Um, everybody is 100% New Mexico true. That's what we pride ourselves on. Um, whatever we at Sheehan don't grow by ourselves, we uh, get from local farmers. So awesome. um, that's, very, uh, that's, a, that's a big thing for okay. us. Okay, we,
0: we love lo- uh, supporting local as well. It's we my have favorite. Local, local businesses, local nonprofits, local everything. It's my and, favorite color, and local. This is our first time to have local <laughs> wine on the show.
7: Really? The first time? Yeah. All
3: right. I'm glad you guys waited until I was here to do this. Yeah, good job, right? I'm with it.
7: Yeah, because you're the wine specialist. Well, hey,
3: apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
2: So the thing about Sheena Winery, what's the address? Give me the address proper.
7: So our winery is located at 1544 Cerro Vista Road down in the South Valley, but that's not where you want to go to taste the wines. We've just recently opened a tasting room here in Old Town.
2: Congratulations. Thank
7: you. We're very proud. Um, it's 303 Romero Street, Suite 110. Um, so, as
2: you're looking at the big-ass Christmas tree, where is it located as it relates to the big Christmas tree? So,
7: if you're looking at the big-ass Christmas tree, look no further than three stores to the left. Okay, there we if go. If you're viewing it uh, to the west.
2: So we get a lot. Of, we have a lot of fellow listeners, a lot of friends of the show who are guys. <laughs> This is the spot to take their lady after yes. they screw up Christmas gifts?
7: Oh, yeah. Okay. And, I mean, we can be – there's a lot of beautiful ladies that work for us, too. I mean, it's 2021, about to be 22. I don't know if I can say that on the air. But there's, it, this is the place to bring ladies for wine, and this is the place for young guys to come and taste wine and, and be served by, you know, a, a nice uh, – I'll, nice I'll,
3: I'll definitely be back.
7: <laughs> Female-oriented yeah. staff.
3: I became a connoisseur just now. And it doesn't have to just be girls and guys. It's Mm -hmm. it's like you
0: said, it's 2021, almost 2022. You you have any kind of relationship you want. Any interest. There we go. Not that there's anything wrong Mm. with that.
7: And that's one of the things that we also strive to do. Not only are we striving to put New Mexico grapes up front and center, New Mexico grape growers up front and center, we're trying to make the consumer up front and center as well. This is no longer a crusty old white rich guy thing. This is for everybody. This is for young people, old people, white people, black people, people of color, awesome. uh, people of any orientation. You can come enjoy wine and, and learn from us.
0: What speaking, is, of, oh, go ahead. speaking of grapes, the grapes are grown in the South Valley.
7: Some of them. Some of them. Some of them. So,
0: what you do have in the South Valley, what do you grow and what wines do you make out of them?
7: So, we grow our Muvedra from the Spiritus Vineyard, which is in the South Valley off of kind of Bridge and Five Points. Um, We have our own estate vineyard down in Bosque Farms. Every other vineyard around town that we work with, we either manage or buy from other growers. So we're still 100% New Mexico true, but we have um, a, a lot of our own hands in the soils, in the vines, and that's how we'd like to keep it.
2: So, it's a little chilly out here, and you saw us a little chilled, and you said you're going to warm the boys up. What is this? What have you brought? What have I been uh, sipping and about to be slurping on?
7: So, first up, we have our Olfeist. Olfeist means monster in Irish. Mm. Basically, what we have here uh, is a kind of Frankenstein, uh, Frankenstein of wines of sorts. It's four different indigenous hybrids. What that basically means for the layman is when we got colonized by Europeans. They brought their wine. Good for, good
2: for me and Van. Yeah. <laughs> we'll
7: yeah. Uh, basically, we. Oh like, Yeah, our own. tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: how, how many segments are you on? <laughs>
7: anyways, well, con- we'll continue on the history channel. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yes. Yeah, so we, so we in here, here in America, we had a lot of indigenous varieties that were hanging out before the Europeans came over. Once Europeans brought their viticiniferous species over, a lot of stuff happened. We have crossings, we've got hybrids. Basically, we have some New Mexico grapes here, four different grapes um, that you don't see on the shelves. Why? They don't make very good wine. But Sean Sheehan, when he first started out, he had saved all his money. He was a server up here at Seasons, actually in Old Town right here. didn't have enough money to spring for the Cabernet, the Pinot Noir, the Merlot, the, the, the recognizable names. So he went and approached a local farmer who's making, uh, who's growing a lot of different varietals. And uh, he was like, sir, I'd like to buy your grapes. And the farmer just felt bad for him. Right. He like, Here you go, kid. Just, just take them. So for for, some,
3: <laughs> for for the listener who's really not up on the wineries, wine, cheese, wine tasting, is it something that's affordable for them? Is it something where they don't have to save up and, hey, I have to set aside all of this money? Um, how is that for them?
7: Absolutely. So th- that was one of the reasons why we started out making this wine. Um, it's a very pretty affordable wine, $24 a bottle. Our wine club members, we have 800 now here in the Albuquerque area. Hey, they right. get 20% off.
2: That's called a flex.
7: Yeah. On the radio. That's that a yeah, a flex. That yeah. flex. Okay. <laughs> it's like saying I'm wearing the new Jordans. But anyways... <laughs> <laughs> Can't see them, but they're there. <laughs> um, but, so, yes, they can come and pick up this bottle for 24 bucks or are actually running a special right now on the Olfeist and a Chardonnay. It's a holiday gift pack for $37. You can get that whether you're a wine club member or not. But this is an affordable price to get a local product, well made, organic. We don't use chemicals, we don't use colors, and um, it's a great thing to put in somebody's stocking. For this this holiday season. so
2: you guys opened in August question mark
7: no so we've been open at the winery since 2015 yes, yes. Yeah. so here in Old Town we've been open since Balloon Fiesta okay we've been working at, w- along with Noisy Water um, to make this Plaza beautiful uh, and along with everybody here all the vendors and all the amazing artists that are here to make this wonderful and um, we opened during Balloon Fiesta and we were like oh yee yep Let's see what happens, and since then, we've all built a beautiful relationship and, and great staffing, and there's fun stuff and, and products all around, be it wine, um, clothing, gifts, hair products, you name it.
0: And uh, Robert mentioned the, um, the wine fan who may not be able to afford it. How about the curious wine fan Who doesn't know a lot about it? Mm. Can someone come in here and you could just educate them on the process, educate them what they're drinking, et cetera.
7: Absolutely. So I I love educating. That's what I've always done. After I finished my um, time with the Court of Sommeliers and Wine and Spirits Trust of London, um, I went on to kind of learn about how we can open up the wine avenues to, like I was saying earlier, just not your regular old crusty white guy. <laughs> like how can we make this uh, available to Me women? and Fred are
0: standing right yeah, here. I, yeah. We're standing um, and right and here. Looking, Just call him man and Fred.
7: I'm, I'm
3: looking <laughs> straight at you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can see how I got my arm like, she Yeah, yeah, yeah no, pretty much yeah, yeah, right.
0: We're on this side. She she did not break eye contact whatsoever <laughs> no, when no, she said that, by the no, way.
5: No.
7: But yeah, it, it's like, what are we? How are we going to make this available to people um, and make people understand what it is? It, wine is fun, man. right? Like it, it is, is just fun. The more you know, the more you know you don't know, and that's why the trajectory of learning with wine is endless. And I'd like to segue with that comment into our new release, dessert port. So uh, drink up, guys. You know? uh, yes,
2: yeah, so uh, I'm more than already started. Pretty, pretty much okay. already have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right.
3: out of here.
7: So <laughs> now, what I'm pouring in your glass right now. Is our brand-new release. It's our Turas, which means journey in Irish. Shanxian might be Irish, you know. That's you don't that, say. That last mm. name. Um, so what you have in your glass here is a pretty interesting story. So Turas, again, is journey. And this wine has had a journey. All wine-
3: Oh, my goodness.
7: Yeah. Wow. This will warm you right up. Um, this wine is Merlot and fortified with 150-proof grappa. So it's coming in, Ah. it's in a small bottle, for those of you who can't see, it's in a really delicate, cute little bottle, and it's served like that because it is packing a punch. You can't notice that it's that hot, as far as alcohol goes, Mm -hmm. but when you taste it and when you feel it, you will definitely it. It tastes
2: like an unfrozen grape Otter Pop. No, it doesn't. No,
3: I, have no yeah, I was about to say. Saying, I, have, so, I was about to say. Do not downgrade. Radio, it. That is radio <laughs> silence. <laughs> no. That is not the consensus, Mister no. Sheehan. I, I <laughs> know. So we
0: do not all think that way. N- so mm.
2: me and the ladies show up on date night, and, and we're gonna we're gonna yeah. tr- try to have fun and impress. And, and what you just poured for us, you would say, "Hey, pair it with this," or you would say, "Hey, do this in the environment." That way, I don't look like an idiot.
7: Uh, y- yeah. Oh. I, it depends. You know, we're going to do what we're doing right now, getting a lot of cues from the eyes, a lot of eye contact. If you want me to talk to you guys, if you want me to stay at the table, I will talk about the wines, about the origins, about what we want to do with this, what we want to pair with it. If you want to make out, I'll just leave. It's fine. Hmm.
2: Yeah. There you there have you it. Go. Yep. Yeah. Sheehan
0: Winery uh, here in Old Town. <laughs> Come down. I, I usually charge 50 bucks extra if you want to watch. So, <laughs> yeah. See the tree and have yeah. some
2: fun. And and did we miss anything? Uh, anything else you want to make sure the friends of the show get?
7: Um, just I want to make sure that you guys come down and try this new port we released. We're really proud of it. It's going to um, be a great Christmas gift, and it's going to just get better as time goes on as it matures inside the bottle.
2: Van Tate, whenever we get back from the break, we're two men on uh, drinking Sheehan wine. Thank 95.9 <laughs> FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. The battle of the bands is over. There's a definitive winner. There's a definitive loser. But I can't give it to you. But Van Tate can. Van, welcome to the program, friend. Oh, what's going on, man? All right, you call it. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm
1: supposed to stay neutral, man. That's because, okay. Because I got to host a pep rally, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I just be like, you could, if you, if you pay attention, you could hear it in my voice. Like you know, like after they play, I might go. Oh, or I might go. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, so you can judge from there. Now I won't have to say anything.
2: How many years of experience you got at this?
1: Oh man, it's been a bunch now, man. I can't even remember now. It's just been it's been a lot, man.
2: Van, yeah. take care. QE joining us on the program. Uh, you are. I mean, you're you're just you're part of the New Mexico Bowl. I mean, you're like a face of it. You're like you're proud to do this. Yeah, man. Well, it's,
1: it's fun to, to watch the student athletes and. The, yeah, and the, Cheerleaders, you know, the whole uh, college atmosphere come together and the fans and, and, and the little gazebo area, you know, like it's, it's like a little intimate setting, and then everybody's just going crazy for a minute, and, and, and it's, that's fun, man. Everybody's making noise, and, you know, like if you've been holding in your inner Rowdy, man, you can let him go. <laughs> you come to the pep rally and just let him have his way.
0: <laughs> not trying to call you out on age here, but you've been doing this here in Albuquerque long enough to where you've seen – younger players yeah. back in the day come back as coaches, yep. come back as supporters, come back parents? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> you see how you slipped it in there? <laughs>
1: parents? <laughs> yeah, man. What you trying to say? M- me and Methuselah my boys or something? <laughs> <laughs> well... Oh! Don't no, no. No. There's
0: no right answer uh. for that question. <laughs> I prefaced it by saying I'm trying not to call you out. I've been, I've been that been was a legit for, question. I've
1: been here for a minute, man. A minute,
2: man. We, uh, we we're st- setting up for the show today, and and what's it involved setting up for? show? you got to put up a canopy, set up the equipment or whatever. And me and Robert are here working on it, and Van walks over and says, uh, "Surprise! See you not at the barber shop." And <laughs> Robert didn't lift a finger the rest of the day <laughs> as I continued to set up. So how nice that Van and Robert can have this moment on the radio together, both actually working at the same time. Yeah, so outside not-
3: of the barbershop shop. <laughs> yeah, man. So. Yeah. so
1: so he just felt relaxed in, man. He was just like, I'm, I'm going to have to put my street cred in here, and I'm just about to coast. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he just watched you all after that. Oh, look at the car jumping, man. Oh, my goodness. Oh,
2: yeah. Okay, so we are currently here at Old Town, the North Plaza, and there is a truck, and I would identify this truck at 180 degrees straight yeah, up in the straight air.
3: Straight up and down. Oh, Yes. So the only thing protecting oh. this truck, this lowrider with
0: hydraulics, from flipping over is its back bumper. It is hitting switches and it's going all the way up in the air. And with a nice paint job as well. Put man, that! On,
1: I haven't seen one get up like that.
2: That's on the varsity of pretentious drivers. Put that on the list for today's. I no,
3: I'm just, that was incredible. Looks like, like they're from Black Magic Hydraulics. That's what it says on the truck. That's nice. Is there I, a show tomorrow? Black at, uh, magic hydraulic. No, welcome he, you for know the what plug. They, <laughs> well, well, well,
1: well, actually, what they got going on here? They're about to do a photo shoot and everything. And a uh, 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 lowrider magazine's coming, and I guess a couple other media types are coming to, to interview this guy and do something with this this truck, because it's a it's it's that truck. I mean, you just saw what just happened. That, that's that's insane. I've never seen anything like that. So, for mind. the listener
2: at home, it was. I thought it was going to transform. Oh, here, round two. Go. Here we go. Oh, he's going to get in
3: right on. Oh, we got about 16 more. feet, oh. 20 feet,
0: oh. Oh. 24 feet. <laughs> so <laughs> it's Whoa. like, and whee! perpendicular. <laughs> <laughs> and we're standing up. It's oh, and he's just, oh, holding, just holding them and up. And they're just holding the truck up. That's awesome. It is oh. exactly jackknife.
2: Look at that.
1: This man. is it's there.
0: This is out a near the weirdest thing I've ever the seen truck, a car. Is truck is just standing <laughs> up by itself right now. Yes.
2: I, it might not be the most exhilarating radio vantate,
0: but <laughs> man, Hey, Vantate, I'm sorry that you got Hollywooded by this low rider. Yeah, yeah, just hey, man, right no, right now. No, took him over. It's stealing this your is, shine. This yeah. This
1: is an experience, man. You, you know, like we we are part we are enjoying this together, guys.
2: It's the culture of New Mexico. And, I, and this you is, know, I, I didn't grow up here. This All yeah. this is everything. Every time I see something like I'm like, oh, this is brand new. And people, no, it's not. Forever. No, no, no. Like, figure yeah. it out. We've been
0: doing this forever. <laughs> <Yep>.
2: All <laughs> right. So the pressing question, Van, Van Tate, um, do you often get confused for Van Nunley around town the way that he gets confused for you any time we go to an event? I, I have not.
0: <laughs> well, well, no. I was going to say zero times ever.
3: <laughs> well, well, hold there. up. There I'm, was I'm the, the time. Dinosaur. There I'm was in, the I'm time the when I first met Fred, and he was like, Yeah, I got to let you meet my boy, Van. And I was like, Oh, I've already met him at the barbershop. And he's like, no, no, the 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 white one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, there's no white guys at the barbershop. <laughs> oh
2: man, he did you like
1: that? Yeah,
3: yeah, he did, yeah, he did. <laughs> we will
2: we'll be at whatever sporting event it is, and and, and, and you know, hey, I mean, you know, my name is Fred. It's nice to meet you. Or whatever, it's my host, man. You're like Van Tate. I'm Like, no, the <laughs> the guy next to me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like Van Tate got the Sammy Sosa thing. Like, like yeah. yeah. it's yeah, like you've changed, Van. Yeah.
2: yeah I'm, you
1: know, it, it, when I saw that man, I was wondering, like, how do you like go see your friends and stuff like that after that? The- <laughs> <laughs> you know Everybody's like, what what like looking at you, like, uh... like it, it, I mean, they gonna say something, man. You know, like if my friend walk in the door and he's had that kind of dramatic, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be looking at him, like, dude, what's, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a like, question. What's really up? <laughs> I got a question
3: for you, Van right. Tate. Um, kind of serious. Um, with how COVID came in and, and kind of wiped out sports. Was it a little bit of more excitement this year to see these teams come from out of town and get together for the pep yeah. rally and things like that?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, this is all good, man. I mean, it's it's fun to see that happen. And I just hope everybody stays safe. And, uh, you know, like just when we felt like we were coming out of this thing, somebody emerges from the shadow and open up their shirt, and there's a big O on his chest. Omicron. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the new <laughs> disease superhero trying to trying to get us down, man. Right, so, right. So, let's just hope everybody, uh, you know, it's a safe safe weekend and everything. But it's, it's good. It, it was good to have a high school football season. Yeah. It was good to do all of that stuff. To, to You know, Lobos, everything, you know, like the Aggies. You know, it was just good to, to get back to playing sports. And that was fun, you know. Right. And, and I know that uh, a, a serious illness, a, a pandemic is a serious thing. And a, a virus is something that you can't like, you know, I mean, you just can't mess with that. You know, just it's not. It doesn't care who it gets. It's not gonna go like, oh, oh, no, no, wait a minute, that's my boy right there. Right. Get to the next person. Yeah. It, it doesn't do. That. Oh no no no. Me and Odell
0: Beckham Jr. got a mutual respect. I'm gonna leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. What's that uh. other receiver's name? Let's go hang out with him. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Adding uh, just one more little bit of a serious tone to our conversation. Uh, your friend Al Unzer. So oh. yeah. So I called you last week yeah. immediately after Al passed away because. Right. I was—I uh, didn't know what resource to go to. I didn't know how to pay him. And we were so fortunate to have Bob Brown on the show, and he did an excellent yeah. job. But I know you and Al had been friends for some time, right? Yeah. Do you have a? How did you celebrate him this past week? How did you kind of celebrate his memory?
1: You know, I—I I, I dug up a sports office that me and Big Al did, and it was—it uh, was one where we were talking about. You were just talking about everything. It was just like your first time winning Indy, and, and and you know, Big Al has—he he has a sense of humor. Without even knowing that he has a sense of humor. Because he was talking about the ra- he was serious. He was telling me, like, man, you know, that last lap, I'm going, I'm talking to the car, please, don't stop now. <laughs> don't <laughs> stop now. And, you know, so it was pretty good stuff, man. It was, I, I actually used that on the show, because, uh, you know, so people could have that memory of him, you know, like him being Big Al. Yeah. You know, so, so uh, but, but, man, they were always, he was always really cool to me, him and Bobby, man. Like, uh, they, they, you know, it was, it was always good to, to do stuff with those guys. And, you know, they, they were really like local guys, you know, like they they respected that and and, and they gave you what you needed. They were accessible. They weren't. They never big timed us or nothing like that. You know, they were they were cool guys, man. And so that was that was really good. And, and uh, but it was you know like he and, and he he went his own way. You know, like Big Al had been a little sick, and and uh, he didn't really you know get out in the in the press and like oh hey look look at me I'm not doing mm-hmm. well nothing you know Big Al did Big Al you know he was just like hey man he's a private person, you know, and do his thing, so, but those guys could drive cars, man, <laughs> golly, if, I, if I'm going, if I'm trying to get somewhere fast, if they say, if you don't get here at this certain time, we're going to change your life forever, we're going to destroy your life, I'm, go- I'm calling the answers, man. <laughs> I'm calling them, man. You know, like, hey, man, let's go. What, what do you guys got for me, man? Because I'm just getting on the passenger side. Van <laughs> you know, Because they can get you there.
2: Okay, RQE, thank you for joining us on the program today. Uh, big stories come up. Anything, anything the friends of the show can't miss? Anything you're about to air that, that's, that's must-see?
1: Um, you know, we, we, the, the one thing you could, uh, people can do, they can go on our website and, Yeah, and listen to all the stuff that – John Jones said to me when I was talking to him just mm. about a week ago, and you know because he he also talked about what he wants to do in the heavyweight division and uh, what he 's waiting on like about the possibility of fighting in April or July at madison square garden and that 's kind of like the thing he was talking about um, and and his his past demons you know mm. so, yeah, so i mean it 's on our com if you guys want to check it out because we, saw, we talked about every i mean he was pretty transparent and you know, he's, he's, he's got some regrets there, but he's, he's the one thing that, that you, you want to do when you have something going on is, like, you got to get away from that and start thinking about the, the positive stuff, you know.
2: Yep. Van Tate does the best job of getting out in front of all of it. That's how I see it. You're the best in the business, my friend. Thank you for a few minutes. I'll pay you
1: guys in a minute. That's <laughs> <all right. laughs>
2: Charles Rumbaugh will be joining us from Noisy, Noisy Water Winery right after the break. We're two men on uh, Van Tate. What? 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back live to the program. We're on the patio of Noisy Water Winery, and we're able to be here because General Manager of Charles Roomba has joined us to uh, to talk about why we got this opportunity in the first place. Congratulations on the new location.
8: Nah, we appreciate it. We're excited to be part of this old town, Albuquerque area. It's nice to see some new growth finally happening in this area and locals coming back out as a destination spot.
2: So you watched the Battle of the Band. Did you pick a winner? Uh I'll go
8: for UTEP. They're kind of our neighbors down south, so yeah. I'll, I'll, uh,
2: that didn't sound too. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll throw them some credit, you yeah. <laughs> uh, You are not going to the game tomorrow. We talked about this, but we also had a long conversation about how uh, it's important to have these kind of events and festivals here in the city. You have like a rich history of running entertainment venues here in town. Kind of talk about what that does, like the tourism and how it brings like individuals to Old Town.
8: It's awesome, you know, and especially with a year like this coming out of the whole COVID pandemic and all that, you know, that we're still unfortunately dealing with. It's nice to see people come in from out of state, you know, we get it for Balloon Fiesta and we get it, you know, a small handful of other times throughout the year. But to be one of the lucky, you know, less than 40 big cities in the country that get to have a bowl game. 39, 39. It's awesome. Yep. You know, to be that chosen one. And, you know, I know historically in the past, we would be the first bowl game of the year and we would kick off that bowl game season. And so. It's nice to get that hype behind it, and additionally, with the travel, it's nice to see, you know, the large, wide broadcast it brings, too. People really tune into the Mexico Bowl, and it's awesome, and it really puts Albuquerque more on the map than it is.
0: So I'm going to be honest. I haven't been to Old Town or the Plaza since COVID, and this is my first time back and looking around and walking around. It still has the old historic charm but it seems a little more metropolitan. There's more dining, there's more upscale shopping. What, what's it like being back and what's
8: it like with this new setup around here? So it's been great. Um, you know, it's so far so good. I think it's been nice to really showcase more of the modern local flavor that this uh, city and state have to offer. And, you know, with that being said, it's nice to really revamp the area, but specifically make it more of this local kind of scene. Um, You know, we're seeing that happen in big cities like Portland, Austin, and to finally be able to get that in Albuquerque and have these big local companies that want to grow and want to get on board and really kind of come together as this collective thing to make growth happen is just something awesome to see.
3: With so many businesses here in the plaza, what would make someone want to come to Noisy Water Winery?
8: I think what sets us apart is that we're 100% New Mexico True. Uh, we don't outsource a single bit of fruit. All of our products come from the state of New Mexico. We access eight different vineyards around the state. It's all locally made. And the idea is because we want to keep money in our local agriculture and our farmers. You know, without them, we really don't survive as a state. And so that's what we want to keep pushing. And we want to keep these, you know, families that have been around for generations and generations in business by buying their products and turning it into something special like this delicious wine that people just seem to love.
2: Speaking of pushing, you push Tidy Whitey onto us. And what did I just say?
8: Yes, the Tidy Whitey. Yes, this is our Tidy Whitey White. It's uh, more or less our flagship white wine. It's a blend of Chenin Blanc and Chardonnay. Super delicious, super crisp, has a nice drinkability to it. And it's really a good introductory wine for people that just aren't too sure. Um, They're not sure what they like, whether it's sweet, whether it's red, whether it's white, it's a perfect wine to get people through the door to try it to see what we're really all about.
2: So you and Sheehan, direct competition, friendly competition, partnership, everyone in the
8: plaza? Friendly competition all around. We love Sheehan. Uh, Downshift Brewing is moving upstairs. We love them, and that's you know what we're all about is helping each other out, helping our neighbors, and that's kind of a mindset Albuquerque and the state of New Mexico have had you know since the beginning. So, are you are
0: you selling your wines at each other's shops? There's like a Biggie Tupac thing going on. Like, there's <laughs> like yeah, we like to support them, but really, yeah, yeah.
8: no, for sure. So, uh, no. So as far as winery goes, so uh, under our roof, we're exclusive. Just Noisy Water Winery. Uh, Sheehan, the same thing goes for them. But we are featured upstairs at the Downshift Brewing Company. So as we mm-hmm. were setting up today,
2: uh, a, a fan from UTEP came by and said, noisy water like Riadoso? Are sure they did. confused or do they know what they're talking about?
8: They know exactly what they're talking about. So that's where we originated. We started making wine in Riadoso in 2009. Um, it's just become this big, you know, local favorite around the state that people love. And we saw an opportunity to open up in Old Town Albuquerque, you know, the second oldest plaza in the state. You don't pass that up. Um, and so you know El Paso Riodoso is very much a nice little vacation spot for people from West Texas and El Paso. Sure, and so I think sure. it's just so familiar to them and to see it up here, they're excited. so we love all the buzz and we'll take it from anywhere.:
3: With the name being so unique, how did you guys come up with the name? What's the origin of that?:
8: So Riodoso in Spanish is, uh, means noisy with the emphasis of thunderous laughter. So Riodoso as a whole has kind of adopted this nickname of a town of uh, noisy water. Gotcha. Um, so you'll go down to Rideau. So there's noisy water this, noisy water that, and we are noisy water winery.
2: Noisy
0: Duh, water. bro. Everyone knows that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you're at the intersection of North Plaza and whatever runs across North Plaza. Uh, but what's the proper address here?
8: We are at 301 Romero Street. Okay. So Romero and North Plaza.
2: But it's, it's. I mean, what are we? We are a, we're a, well, a, like a, if, if Devin Sandoval was out here, you could kick a ball to that like pavilion right there and we'd be set up. That's how close we are to the center pavilion here. Uh, you guys have been here since August. And then the plan is uh, you're, you're through the holidays and, and then you have Valentine's Day plans for consumers and, and everything that's involved with that. How do our friends of the show come out and, and experience
8: here and experience everything you have to offer? Really just uh, if you want to get in the know on uh, certain events we have, uh, deals, sales, happenings that we got going on, uh, follow us on Facebook or Instagram. That's a good way to find things out. Uh, but we, we're a super friendly environment here. We love getting people in, getting us to try. Um, just come on. Check us out and see what we're all about.
0: It's so a- besides just the wine, uh, you brought us out a cheese plate earlier. Oh, yes. my goodness. With some delicious cheeses. What else do you have to offer here besides strictly the wine?
8: Uh, so we do some uh, fun cheese platters, charcuterie boards, things like that. But we are also uh, retail oriented. So, you can come in, and we got a bunch of gourmet foods and mason jars, a bunch of uh, high end olive oils, balsamic vinegars that you can come try, buy, take home. So, you know, for those people listening right now, if you haven't done your Christmas shopping yet and you're looking for that last minute shop, shop local, come down and see us. We'll take care of you and we'll get now, things set.
2: I'm going to need you to jog my memory in his last name. Robert, who works the counter. Yes. What's his last name? Ister. So, Robert Eister is a comedian here in town. Robert Eister works here? <laughs>
8: yes, sir. He him. He knows him. Uh,
2: <laughs> yes, I know Robert. He kills it. <laughs> and so, Robert, our Robert, Robert Gibson, yes. hosted a comedy show this past Wednesday where your Robert, Robert Eisner, Eister, Eister yes. went up and just absolutely killed it on stage.
0: Destroyed.
2: So, I can come here and I can get a drink, I can get a charcuterie board, and I can get some laughs? Yes. Absolutely. Well, this is a place for me. This is a place for me for sure. So <laughs> Count me in. Charles, thank you so very much for taking the time today. Anything we missed? Any final words for the friends of the show?
8: No, that's it. You know, we're, Again, I'll just reiterate, we're really excited to be here, excited to really start this new growth to Old Town Albuquerque. If you haven't checked us out already, come do it. We'll take care of you. It'll be a great time. And Thank you guys for having me on, and thanks for coming down and having part in this nice little event today for this pep rally, and let's hope we get a good game tomorrow. Love that. Love that.
2: Chiefs Chargers reaction Where we get back from the break. Dave & Buster's presents Two Men On. We are live from Noisy Water Winery at Romero and Old Town Plaza from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back live from the Noisy Water Winery uh, outside the, well, I mean, the pep rally's over at this point, but we just saw an entire truck of UTEP kids. There had to have been eight
0: kids inside of this truck. Eight is an understatement. It might have been upwards of 12. Luckily, there was only one person in the driver's seat, but besides that, who knows?
2: Floorboards, backboards, beds of trucks.
0: Okay, Could so be a clown card, but we'll see who the clown is tomorrow when UTEP and Fresno State play.
2: <laughs> thank you to Van Tate and Charles Rumbaugh who just joined us, but we were moving so quick we didn't get a chance to thank them both. All right, you want to you want to lead this, Robert, or like what's your introduction?
3: No, I, I'll just take another bottle of wine if <laughs> you guys don't mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my Chargers—they they did everything Charger-like. Yeah. The ups, the downs, the ebbs, the flows, the emotions, and they lost an important game.
2: Here's how I knew they played so poorly. I went and saw Spider-Man last night, and then I was going to watch the highlights this morning on the NFL Network, and it was all Kansas City highlights. So
3: I knew the Chargers
2: did very poorly.
3: Well, it wasn't that they played poorly. They just didn't execute when they needed to. Is that another way to say play poorly? Yes. Okay, I was (laughs) trying to make it softer, but but, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it was, except for
0: the first two possessions and the last two possessions, the middle of the game was all Chargers. It was. They looked like the better team offensively and defensively. Mahomes came out hot. Mahomes closed hot. Mm-hmm. He... Which Chargers.
3: Like Chargers team is this? Um, all of it. It just depends. I just believe that when it comes to the Chargers and it's a big game, that's the team you're going to get. You're going to see the best, and you're going to see the worst. A lot of people have problems with the way that Coach Staley kept going for it on fourth down within the five-yard line. He thinks he's Doug Peterson. And he, I actually like it, though. Riverboat Ron Rivera. Yeah. I like it. Put the onus on the players. Hey, you guys want to win? Go win it.
2: But everyone knows you're going to do it now. It's not to a point where it's like a surprise anymore, specifically with your Chargers, to where it's like teams are like, they're ready. Yeah, but
3: that's the thing. I the Our biggest – strength is our offense period give it give it to herbert let's get it well i I agree with that completely
2: but i do you think it changes like the offensive mindset for the chargers because they know they're going to go four downs instead of having to do it on three
0: i think you're right i do too i think you're right but you don't need to do it on your side of the field i'm a big go for it on fourth down guy same 50 50 and forward yeah maybe even 45 and forward But they did a couple deep ones, like deep in their own territory. Like, you are doing what right now?
3: Well, and a lot of people will say, well, if you guys would have just kicked the field goal. That's how I feel. You would have won the game. And I'm on the fence with that. I'm on the fence. Uh, There's a lot of things that happen. We have dropped touchdowns. We have Keenan Allen missing touchdown passes he could have thrown. We have people getting hurt. So, you know, it was all, all of those factored into the loss.
0: Well, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. That drop touchdown, the guy's head got ripped off of his body. Yes. And he got escorted off the field. Par so him. I'm going to give him a pass on Par that him. one. Bar him.
2: I didn't feel like he got ripped. I just thought it was like a bump.
3: See? <laughs> and you know what, Fred? I was telling Van this before the show. I felt bad because I was like, he's faking it because he dropped. The touchdown. (laughs) (laughs) Then when they come back and he's doing, you know, convulsing, and they have to take his face mask off. I was like, oh, I had to watch it again. And I was like, okay. So hit the back of his head. It was
2: announced earlier today. It was a concussion, and that was from UCLA or where he was overnight. The the thing that was, and that's tough too. Like not to put too much emphasis on it, but like like hitting the back of your head off the ground like that, like that's I mean that's a thing. That's a whole thing, but. Good that he's going to end up being okay, and I don't. Right. I don't know concussion protocol. I don't know what it takes to come back, but um, I mean it's a dangerous sport. And it's even little things
3: like that. I got a problem with your boy Joe Buck, though. How uh, so? Okay. Like, he did you not hear what he said? Okay, I don't. You you guys didn't watch the game. I Spider Man. He, okay. When they showed him and Parham, him when they were taking him off the field, his hands were shaking. That's correct. He goes. It is chilly here in Los Angeles, oh. so maybe. It's just the oh. cold. He said this live on TV, and oh I was my like, goodness. cut his mic. That's not very good. Yeah, Oof. I was like, that's not good at all. Yeah, that Oof. was bad.
0: That hurt my tum-tum right there. Ah, that that got me bad. uncomfortable. He's, oh, that man. was him I verbatim. didn't see that clip. So, we should, yeah, verbatim. He said buried, burying the lead here is what we're doing. Like,
3: <laughs> oh, my God, that's a yeah. horrible thing to say yes. in that situation. It's
2: craziness. 20 years of broadcasting, that's the first mistake he's ever made. Okay. I
3: was like, this isn't in Green Bay. We're in Los Angeles. (laughs) Hey, so (laughs) watch out, NFL. The Chiefs are back. Yeah, I don't think the Chiefs ever win anywhere. They never win anywhere. People were saying –
0: that was the talk, though. Like, they're not going to make the playoffs. Like, Patrick Mahomes has figured out. They seem like a floating around 500 team. The defense seems bad. When the defense got it together – the offense seemed inept. Then he got two weeks in a row right. of playing some really good football. And Patrick Mahomes, if you watched him in the middle of the game, you wouldn't have guessed that he threw for 410
3: yards. Well, I'll tell you, a lot of those yards came after Derwin James got hurt. Kelsey had one catch for 17 yards for about 22, t- 22 passes. After Derwin James went out, it skyrocketed. It to like 182 yards, two touchdowns. So that attributed to it, but Mahomes is Mahomes. We gotta stop this. Oh, he's lost it. That guy's always gonna be great. The thing he did, an, Kelsey did an interview
2: after the game with uh, Michael Irvin, who the NFL Network, and it, Michael Irvin it kind of said vocally and loudly a couple weeks ago. The Chiefs are out of it. Patrick Mahomes has figured it out, and Travis Kelsey just tore it. Oh yeah, him. he put he tore put it, it on him. him. I like that. Yeah, same. I liked it. And I think to be a really good correspondent, uh, you have to be able to be critical of players. And I think that's where, like, a lot of former players who are doing analysis struggle because it's a good old boys club and they don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And good for Michael Irvin to say those things. And good for Travis Kelsey to come back and fire back. Yeah. Sure. Because it's to say, are, you know, are you just watching highlights? Or are you just looking at the box score? Are you actually watching the games? Because I do think Chief Fan feels as if Patrick Mahomes has been playing at that high level the whole time. And me, who doesn't watch every Chief snap, I wouldn't have been able to say that I wouldn't have known that from what I had seen right so so there's a really good example of of them and Kansas City doing it on the biggest stage by the way I hate Thursday Night football by the way that
0: was a gym it, it so yeah it was a great game charger fan out there <coughs> Robert <laughs> That's you, can't, only <laughs> you can't get that mad at this one game. You beat Chiefs already once this year. You split the series. Your trajectory is going towards right. the playoffs. You might see them again, and you might win the season series. Things are looking up Rubber for match, fan. Rubber match in the playoffs. I see it happening. Sure.
2: 6 o'clock, and we're offering Pete from Downshift Brewing. If he can make his way downstairs, I know they had a packed house up there. So if he's here, we're going to talk about another brewery here in the plaza, and if not, more sports talk. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the patio of nosy, nosy, Noisy Water Winery. Uh, we are across uh, from what was the pep rally just an hour ago. And the uh,
0: what I'm going to say is the L that UTEP took against Fresno State.
3: Yeah, it was a big one.
0: Hey, not going to lie. Uh, I had UTEP coming in as a big favorite. Fresno State's band just demolished them, made them run away, tuck tail. Hopefully, they do better tomorrow.
2: We've been featuring some of the local businesses here at the plaza, and uh, we're really just thanking them for the opportunity to be here. And joining us now is Pete
0: Cincerez, cassettes
9: Ah, uh, see, it's Settis. Greek. Cassettes. I can't do that. It's Greek. I would say close, but not. Settis. close.
0: Pete yeah. Caceres. You could just say uh, oh. Pete C from now on. Thank but you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. so
2: Peter's here, and <laughs> yeah. he's the co-owner of Downshift Brewing, and you guys are in month two now, right? So it's yeah, yeah it's you're yeah. off the ground now. You're up and running.
9: We are excited. We're the only uh, brewery on the uh, actual plaza, which okay. is great. Um, we've been open for about three weeks now, and uh, we're starting to get a really good local following, which is great. And plus, we have the tourists that come through here, so we're we're all happy. It's Man, it's, it's doing good.
0: This real estate is amazing, perfect. Because you're just right here on the plaza, upstairs patio, just overlooks the plaza. Yeah. How did how did you pull this one off? Were you so, just sitting there during COVID, <laughs> like checking every real estate?
9: No, I uh, I um, actually managed the plaza for the owners. I retired a few years ago. Um, I wasn't doing much but mountain biking and drinking whiskey. Hard life. To, yeah, tough life. Yeah. And <laughs> I decided to uh, work again. They approached me. So in managing the plaza, I, I got familiar with the suites, and this one upstairs was empty. My business partner, Cody Huffman, and I met, and uh, we talked about opening up a little restaurant there because the, the owners wanted a brewery, and they were talking to several brewers. And we got the great idea of we should open up a tap room, which... Turn into a brewery. Now we're downshift brewing out of Rio Doso is where our brewer's at. We should have our own uh, beer in about uh, hopefully by March.
2: All right, set, set, set a reminder on my phone. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, so here in the Plaza, a lot of new businesses all at the same time, and what seems to be like a really strong fellowship between all of them. What is, has what is that energy been like as far as, as tourism coming in and, and locals coming in and holiday shopping? Has there been a, a really positive response from people seeing all this new change at the same time?
9: You know, it's, it's interesting you bring that up. I grew up in Albuquerque, and the only time you really came to Old Town was you had some relatives come through, and you weren't too excited because it wasn't much. And some nice shops, don't get me wrong, but, uh, you know, when we, f- when we first took over this plaza in February, and the family that I family was great uh, that the, the owners bought it from, um, we did get a lot of looks, resistance, and comments like, "Why are you changing this?" It's it's always been this way, uh, you know. You're changing uh, kind of the old guard, Albuquerque old town, and we needed to prove ourselves. And within a few months, we did. We did it responsibly. We pumped 500k into this place, and uh, really, really, really uh, pumped it up. So now, now we have the, we have restaurants in here, uh, two wineries, my brewery, uh, some uh, bakery, uh, you know. So it's uh, it's a pl- plus a lot of shops that. Most, most everybody here features New Mexico products, and that's what's great.
3: So with the the start of the new beer in March, will it only be found here? Will it be distributed around the state? or?
9: So we're one of two um, distribution points. We have um, a brewery-slash-tap um, room in Rio Doso, uh and that's, that's there in the center of town. And then we're the second one. So we'll have two places, and we hope we can expand it throughout the state, depending on how popular it is. Gotcha. Pete C.,
0: it's actually PK, <laughs> but. Uh, oh, I'll wow.
9: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to be on 94 Rock, guys. Thank you. Bringing that heat. I love it. Man. I love it. Co-owner of
2: Township Brewing, uh, as, as we're sitting here broadcasting from the patio of no- uh, Noisy Water Winery, we just saw a ghost hunting tour, I think, walk by. Is that what yeah, that was? The yeah, the
9: ghost tours are in here, and they do a, a great tour uh, in the evening and sometimes during the day of, of Old Town, and it's pretty neat, actually, the history. Uh, didn't know this when I've, heard, I've listened to some of their tours. Actual, um, um, there's an actual cemetery barrow ground underneath this plaza. It was part of the church. Well, I don't and, like uh, that. I don't yeah. like that. It's this haunted. one right here. Yeah, oh yes.
0: I have felt weird all night.
9: Uh, might be the six gallons of wine. I was going to say there's all the bottles right noisy here. Noisy water <laughs> winery. Coupled yeah. with the two pounds of cheese. But yeah. I, yeah. who might have judged, guys? <laughs>
2: Uh, what are you, a doctor now? <laughs> <laughs> so wherever there are events down here in the plaza, like the pep rally we have today, is there? What's that communication like? Do you guys know there's going to be like a like a big momentous event, or do people just show up and do like pop up weddings and then disappear? You know, I wish it
9: was really fluid. I, I sometimes with the last to know. But that's fine. We, we really can pivot. It, it's great. Uh, we have everything from quinceañeras to uh, weddings at the, the church uh, to the, the stuff that goes on in the plaza. You know, it's, some, it's really cool. Some nights there's just one guy playing his trumpet out there. Hmm. And just because the acoustics are so great in the gazebo to what you guys did today, which was wonderful. So that's great for New Mexico and Albuquerque.
0: How, how long of a process was it to Get these two buildings to flow out into the plaza because it it has a whole different feel coming from this way going that way.
9: Yeah, the construction was probably four to six months, and it was really done with a lot of thought into it. We wanted to keep the flavor of the traditional basket shop that's been here for years, and it's a historic building, so we had to be really careful and actually bring out... Some of the stuff that's been covered up, like the brick, for instance, that was covered it up It looks great. Years. I never yeah. noticed that. It's yeah. great. I like to start at the brewery, come downstairs, walk through noisy water, and then I'll tell her to the staff and I'll say, hey, did you know these serve beer upstairs? They roll their eyes, and then I, I keep walking so <laughs> get the people drinking wine to nice. come upstairs. <laughs> but, yeah, we all flow well. We all get along and support each other, whether it's uh, three alcohol businesses and we, we do it responsibly and to the other vendors that are – um, you know uh, selling stuff that 's uh, true new Mexico true, so
3: with the numerous amount of breweries that are in the city, what makes yours stick out, what makes uh-huh. yours be the one that people should come to
9: yeah, i was interviewed last week about that and there's close to 45 or 46 in the metro right including Rio rancho in here and um you know we think we're unique in that we where we're at we've got beautiful views of of, of 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 course old town um and 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 it's a really different kind of flavor we definitely are going after the brewery crowd uh that's what we like uh that's that's our our the way we operate and i think what makes us unique is it's it's the, the atmosphere when you come upstairs there's uh, you're like you're in your living room and and uh, you know we're we're not competing with the other breweries we actually like the fact that we're surrounded by them and uh, hopefully complement each other
2: so whenever you first walk in, is the game on or is it board games or like what's the energy
9: inside your building? Oh, it depends who's if, if which owners there. If right. It's me, it's usually mountain biking, skiing, you know, extreme stuff that um, I'm too old to do. And I don't want to break my bones. so I watch it. But <laughs> uh, um, and then, of course, uh, my my partner, Cody's really into sports. He does the football games are on. Literally, there's a big screen TV. Uh, behind the bar for everybody to watch, but there's one that's uh, you'll see it when you come upstairs. is stationed solely for him, and it's it's, it's we laugh at it. We call it Cody's TV. Cause cool, that's where it. we're he, hanging. He right has there. to <laughs> watch. He has to watch a game. So yeah, so it's a place to watch sports too. So so, so
2: oh. enclosed. Sorry, man. Enclosed brewery, real nice environment. Uh, but a real fun walking patio outside. I can take my drink outside,
9: or I can't. Oh, you certainly can take it outside. Sit on the deck, enjoy the views. It's 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 great.
0: So two parter. What's on tap right now, mm-hmm. and what's going to be your specialty when you guys open up your own brewery?
9: You know, uh, I'll answer the second one uh, first. You know, uh, the brewery is a to be Eddie Guterres, and he came from Houston. With a K. He, hey,
0: he was that's a, my dude. <laughs> I'm from Houston. There
9: you go. He worked for St. Arnold's, which is probably, I think, the 41st or 2nd largest Brewery in the nation, and we call it downshift because we all downshifted our lives. And Eddie mm. was tired of making big batch beer, wanted to do some smaller batches, New Mexico themed beer. And so he's he, he's he's the artiste, and probably use a lot of the uh, stuff from New Mexico we have to offer. Uh, I, I I don't know his lineup yet. He's working on it. He's secretive. Uh, keep it that way. He's the he's the beer creator side of it. Um, and then the second question. Um, I've uh, completely forgot what currently is on tap. <laughs> What's on tap, <laughs> on tap right yeah. now? Yeah. 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 Uh, so we, we've collaborated with several different uh, breweries. Marble, we're carrying their stuff. Steel Bender's also there. They've been great with. I like them with. a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I noticed a scarf. Oh yeah, they give me yeah. stuff and I wear it. That's <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> we, we can't afford this stuff yet. So, but uh, you know, and um, we're um, bring, working with Teller, which is Safe House, and yep. we do those tunes sure. and vodka. Hey, another friend of the, friend show. Of the show. Yeah. So they've been, the show. they've been great to us, and now we're carrying some local whiskeys. Tao's Lightning. Well, I I love everything about it. It's the
2: holiday season. Uh, If you haven't stocked your stuffings yet, stuffed your stockings, uh, you come down here to Downshift, and you guys have gift cards. You have those kind of things available to help individuals, or it's just come out and enjoy Vivation on
9: your own. Come out, enjoy it. We don't have gift cards yet. Yep. We'll get there. I don't hate that at all. You can Uh,
0: personally give me 20 bucks. There you go. (laughs) Just give them the cash Just send them over here. Just hand the hand, (laughs) and I'll take it straight down here.
2: Good for a date night. Come come hunt a ghost and then have a drink. That's how I yes, see it. Uh, anything we missed, Pete? Was that is that is that kind of the rundown of what's going on, or, or anything jumping off the calendar coming up that we didn't know about?
9: You know, that's it. You know, we don't have a, we don't have a restaurant, but we do uh, have people that can bring up food. So a lot of the local, what's it, Old Town Pizza or Fat Teas Barbecue, mm-hmm. you can order, bring it up, and enjoy a meal and hang out with your friends. So we appreciate the uh, um, the nod to us and. And uh, we're really hoping the locals, uh, especially you know downtown, it's, just, it's another place to stop. Whether you're making your way from sawmill to boxing bear, come check us out. Pete Ooh. K. There we go. Bam. Give it to me one more time. Pete Cassettis.
2: I can't do it. Cassettes. See, that's not that rough. It's Mediterranean, no. that's not that rough I don't have it in me. You usually have <laughs> trouble Cassettes. with the Spanish
3: names, I not the Mediterranean. Not. <laughs> You Use it. your tongue, Pete Caceres.
0: <laughs> yeah, come on, yeah, I man. Think, I don't have it. <laughs> Pete
2: Caceres, thank you so very much. Say it Down- again. <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> downshift Brewing. Uh, we're laughing a lot. We're playing a lot. Your boys are live from the plaza. We'll be here until 7, and then after that, well, we're going to be in Downshift Brewing, Perfect. and we're going to be hanging out we'll for take care of you. just a little bit longer. Where we get back from the break, more sports talk. I have NFL Pick'Em. But I don't even know what games are or aren't rescheduled. I know, right? So we're going to have to make sure we got that lined up correctly. We're two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Analyst. We're back live from the New Mexico Bowl Pep Rally, which is, well, it's been over for a minute. But it was over for UTEP before it started.
0: Well, I wouldn't say before it started because I was at the luncheon today, the, the press junket and uh, luncheon. And, hey, look. UTEP put on an absolute show, and I had them coming in as uh, three note favorites. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think um, after the luncheon, they moved up to four and a half note mm-hmm. favorites. But uh, Would you say they <sighs> fell <laughs> flat? Mm. Mm. B flat. Uh, well, I, whatever. I, just
2: okay, that's, that's I don't really know music. Here's what I do know, though. Okay. The elevation's different here. Like, you can't blow your horn. Is that what it is? I don't know. Oh man, coming no.
0: coming from California up here with a tuba.
2: That's gotta be <laughs> That's tough. <hard>. That's work. <laughs> yeah. Right? And also, do you fly over and they just how does the tuba get here? It's not check luggage. I don't trust. I'm not trusting anyone at TSA to touch my tuba.
3: Well it's obviously not carry on. No. You have to pay super extra.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think I I think I fed Exit.
3: Huh? FedEx a couple weeks ahead of time. Well, do you separate yourself from your instrument like that? Hmm. All right, good
2: point. So you're suggesting hmm. here's that. A th- here's the thing.
0: Okay. I got this. You always keep your mouthpiece on you, though. Ah, this, is, like, this is the thing. Yeah, this is the gotcha. thing with musicians. Yeah, yeah. You can stow your instrument, but you always keep the mouthpiece ah, on Ah, got gotcha. you.
2: I've caught a lot of guitar picks in my day, and I just don't know if what you're saying is that correct.
0: Okay, well, your guitar pick isn't like a $400 piece of brass. <laughs> I don't know enough to know enough. You don't see, you don't see tuba players like after they do a halftime show. Just throw <laughs> throwing, their mouthpieces. Yeah. <laughs> and like, woohoo! Yo- You're welcome, New Mexico. Yo- yo- tuba slam. Yo-Yo
2: Ma just starts breaking <laughs> down the entire band, just throwing it into the sand. You're like, okay, that's kind of a weird flex. Okay. Just one string by at a time. Uh, we're doing some picks because we've been having a lot of fun talking with our new friends here in Old Town Plaza. Uh, I have the updated schedule. You boys ready? Let's All right, go. Hit me. All right, so starting tomorrow. Tomorrow Saturday. New England will play Indianapolis, and they will play in Indianapolis. Who you boys got?
0: I'll tell you what. I uh, In my Pick'em League, officially, and I will do it on air right now, I got the Colts. No. New England has had too good of a run. Indianapolis needs a big win here. They're going to give them everything they got. I don't care that New England doesn't have a single player on the COVID list. I don't care if they have Bill Belichick. I don't care if Mac Jones is the second coming of Tom Brady. The Colts win this one.
3: I'm with you, man. Oh my goodness, I'm, with I'm you. not alone. Well, they're, they're at home. They're favorite
2: at home. It's not like you guys are really going out on a limb.
3: Here. Well, th- think about it. New England's won what? 7 7, seven in games in a row. Yes. 7 little chipmunks at the branch. I give it to the Colts. I think they're going to give Mac Jones fits. And they're going to run the ball. Just run it. Give it to your stud running back. Give
0: it to Jonathan Taylor Thomas over and Just over and over again. Him.
2: That's it. Keeping in mind that the Colts are four and one over their last five, favored by two and a half at home. Uh, the problem I see for New England is Nick Folk is out. You don't got your kicker. You got some problems.
5: Hmm. I can
2: talk to you about.
0: Fol- hey, Folk or Foles?
2: No, Folk. <laughs> kicker. I'm taking. New England on the road, and I'm not doing it. Just speaking, Tyrion, but I can't go against Bill Belichick ever unless he's playing Tampa Bay. Oh,
0: smart move, Good one.
2: On Sunday, because there's now only one game on Saturday, the Arizona Cardinals go to Detroit, and we will skip that one. Deal. <laughs> Buffalo at home against
0: the Carolina Panthers. Wait, game. hold on, hold on. Give Vital a second to pick Detroit. Oh, okay, <laughs> Vital, you got Detroit.
2: Yeah. Got the Lions all the way, fellas. <laughs> 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 Uh, You got to book it. Yeah, of course you do. (laughs) Are any of us brave enough to take the Panthers on the road at Buffalo? No. No, Buffalo gets it. Are any of us brave enough to take New York, the Giants, at home against Dallas?
0: No. Nope. Sorry, not that one. Nope. Not today. Today's not your day, buddy.
2: I don't think there's a single chance that the Giants can win a game, but I know for a fact that Urban Meyer cannot win a game this weekend. (laughs) The Jacksonville Jaguars will, though, home against Houston.
0: Jacksonville is going to form like Voltron. Now they got their loser coach out of town, and they're going to win another game. Agreed. Trevor Lawrence, four touchdowns. Woo, buddy. Take the over on Trevor Lawrence touchdowns.
2: No one is out for the Jaguars. Like, I think Carlos Hyde is the only guy not playing, so no one is out for the Jaguars. James Robinson is going to be their starting running back again the way he should have been this entire season. Um, you're absolutely right. Not only are they not going to lose a game the rest of this year, they're not going to lose a game at all next season.
0: There's a path for them to make it into the playoffs. Shut up. It's not going to happen.
3: <laughs> it's not going to happen. But there is. <laughs> is it more of a long shot than the Detroit Lions? It's was? the season. <laughs> it's the exact same.
2: Is that still on? I forgot to it. No, it's off. No, oh, good. That's no. yeah, off. No, no, they lost. Robert, you don't have Houston doing anything, do you? Nothing at all. I don't either. None of us will take the Jets over the Dolphins at home. Nope. So that makes the, the next most exciting matchup, Tennessee at Pittsburgh. And I will take the Titans on the road over the Pittsburgh Steelers, who I think are dead all the time. But sometimes they'll tie a game.
0: <laughs> so I have the Steelers <laughs> winning this one. Mike Tomlin is going to do what he needs to do. He's going to pull out every stop in the book. No Derrick Henry, no Julio Jones, no A.J. Brown. Uh, No, Bayard, Uh, Tennessee has too many pieces out. Pittsburgh does enough to win.
3: I'm picking Tennessee just because I just feel like it's going to be so many teams at the top of the AFC if Tennessee wins.
2: The Steelers are favored by one at home. They're looking for a low-scoring affair. I guess the weather is going to be uh, very bad. So get ready for that one if you like watching those fun kind of weathery games. It's a Najee
0: Harris show.
2: San Francisco at home will beat up on the Falcons unless one of you tells me otherwise. I got the Niners. Yeah. This might
3: be, like, the worst week of football. If we're going through these games, if you put COVID with these matchups, ugh. So, yeah, you you make a really good point
0: that, like, COVID and all these horrible matchups – But you got like eight days of football. That's true. Like you're spreading it out. you got Saturday and Sunday and Monday afternoon and Monday night and Tuesday afternoon.
2: Well, that's like, if you ask me, though, I just want to take my bad-tasting medicine at once and be over it. (laughs) (laughs) This is like I'm keeping it forever. I do think the next one is uh, maybe the best game of the week, and that's Cincinnati at Denver. And it's not because either team is very good, but it's because they're not. You can't really call it right here. I guess I'm taking Denver at home, but I got no confidence behind
0: that pick. Man, I got no confidence in Denver, period. I got I got to take the Bengals by default. If you're a gambling man, I would skip this game unless you got some inside info. The Bengals have had flashes of brilliance, but I just don't trust the Broncos as a
3: unit, so I reluctantly take the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals, too, because they still have a chance to win their division, I think, with the Ravens losing and then – Jackson being hurt and Pittsburgh being who they are, the Browns. I'm gonna go with the Bengals just because it's a big game for them.
2: Both teams are seven and six, and I won't be surprised at either outcome. I'm giving you my upset of the week, and I got the Ravens at home even without their quarterback over the Green Bay Packers.
0: Okay, cool. <laughs> no commentary. Where did that's you get that's, that? This is dumb. Yeah. This is dumb. <laughs> I mean, we, we did a little wine tasting earlier, <laughs> and it's, it's very cold, and I don't think all the blood is getting to his brain. You think so. the cheese
3: is fermenting yeah, with, the, exactly. with the wine right now? Well, as long as Aaron Rodgers is playing, I am not picking against Green Bay. There's no way.
2: He has to win the Super Bowl. His season has been so weird and dumb, and we got something from the texture which we didn't look up yet because we've been kind of preoccupied, but
3: apparently he's trying to – Get out of COVID-19 testing? Yeah, it's like a 90-day. It looks like he has a 90-day get-out-of-jail-free card. 90-day
0: waiver from contract, contact tracing? Yeah. Is that? Yep. Sweet. That's what happens when you're the man. Cool. Good for him. He came in with one of those. I don't know the why they got to do a story about well, it now. Well, if he
3: has that, I wonder what Brady has Brady, Brady just has Brady will he doesn't get COVID? He doesn't get anything. Does well, he? he just does it right he the first wins. time. Yeah, yeah,
0: he just does it right the first time. He leaves. That's why he's got seven and Aaron's got one. Very true. I'm assuming
2: the practice facility is at Raymond James uh, Stadium, and if it's not, cool wherever it is. But he leaves practice, goes home, and then leaves home and goes to practice. That's it. That's Tom Brady's life. That's it. Speaking of, he is going to embarrass the Saints Sunday night, and that sucks because everyone starts vacation this week. And everyone's going to see, if you're a New Orleans fan, your team just get embarrassed.
0: <laughs> they,
3: they don't got a coach. Oh, that's right. Sean Payton's gone. They ain't got a coach. They do have a coach, Taysom Hill. <laughs> that's their coach.
2: <laughs> Is Taysom Hill enough of a difference to overcome an 11-and-a-half point favorite for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers?
0: No, Bucks get it easy. Yeah.
2: Tampa Sorry. Bay. I think they do, too. That, uh, that, I mean, that kind of wraps it up. The rest of the games are my- – oh, we're off Monday, though, so I guess we've got to do our pickems. ems Oh, better. All right, so there's a little on-the-fly production. <laughs> Raiders on the road against Cleveland. I'm taking the Raiders.
0: I also have the Raiders. The Cleveland are just debilitated. Like, they're finally – they had a great game last week. They finally started putting something together, and here they go with COVID. Go Raiders.
3: Yeah, Raiders, they have to redeem themselves after getting smoked – So I give him the win. A guy driving by also go
0: Raiders. Yeah, (laughs) the the peanut gallery in their lit up car yells go Raiders. So sweet. Here we go.
2: There is what I would describe as the car that was used in the Beverly Hillbillies whenever they traveled out west (laughs) covered (laughs) in
3: In Christmas lights. Yes. Yes.
0: I believe that to be a VW bus it is with the bat cut out is yep. that what that was that's exactly oh. what a hundred percent covered in christmas lights Who so i hope you guys get to see this later
2: i'm gonna take also in an upset the bears
0: at home over the vikings wrong <laughs> the vikings are just way too good for the bears the bears have so many troubles i'm a big justin fields guy i'm rooting for him
3: but uh no vikings the vikings lost last week right or they won did they win or lose? Uh, they always win when you think they're going to lose, and they always lose. Actually, since they won last so, yes. week, they will not win this week. I'm oh, going with the God,
0: Bears. you're so right. Never, I'm going mind. With the Bears. Never mind. I'm changing my pick.
3: <laughs> I also have an upset on the road the Seattle
2: Seahawks visiting the Los Angeles Rams of St. Louis County proper. I believe that the Rams are not what their record says they are, and Seattle is going to take it on the road good for their quarterback for being so good
0: look Fred you've been hanging out with Mike Vitale too long (laughs) you can't you can't just pick every upset and then the next week claim it like Mikey does making moves the Rams are going to demolish the Seahawks sorry
3: I'm with you Rams all the way Seattle's packed it in Seattle's packed it in it's the Rams Last one before we call them all is the
2: Eagles at home against the Washington football team. Uh, This one's actually on Tuesday and so is the Rams game, but it's fine that we get out of the way now. Uh, I got the Eagles at home because the Washington football team just doesn't have enough players. Uh,
0: The uh, Washington football team is without their starting quarterback, so I'm going to have to go Eagles. I will be leaning Eagles anyway, even with a healthy Washington football team. But, uh, yeah, they're having problems, and,
3: this is just gonna exacerbate it. I'm picking the Eagles to win in a close one, three to two. Field goal over a safety. Okay.
2: <laughs> Tyler Torres will join us right after the break and we're gonna talk about what's going on over at Fat Tee's barbecue. Uh, he's the owner, he's the chef, he's the I'm sure he's the janitor at certain points of the day. He's about to be. So we're gonna do that. <laughs> two men on, ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. D Sports Animal welcome back to the program we're live from the patio noisy water winery joining us as soon as he puts the headset on tyler torres fat tees barbecue who has brought me what am i eating right here tyler would you just put it in front of my face what is this thing
3: those
0: are st louis ribs okay oh my goodness where am I from, Van? He just mentioned that he was from St. Louis. And um, anybody even, anybody even puts know. barbecue in his face? Didn't even know that's what he was eating. Okay, well, I, I need a second, Van. Take over. Okay. Yeah. So as you know, Fred from St. Louis. And <laughs> <In> the second, <laughs> in the second, that you handed him that barbecue? He said, "So I'm from St. Louis." Yeah, that's exactly. And then what you he just said. rolled your eyes like, <laughs> "Oh great, what is he going to say next?"
4: No, I mean we love the critics. You know, bring them back. You no, know, what do Texas, you Texas, St. Louis, all you guys, bring them in. Well. Give me a shot. You know, we're best in town,
3: What he should be saying is this is delicious. This is the best thing I've ever had in my mouth.
4: Yes. Thank you. Yeah, we work really hard on it. Uh, Let's
3: let's start off
0: soft. Like, Who are you? What do you do?
4: So my name is Tyler. I own uh, Fat Teas Barbecue. We're here in Old Town, Plaza Don Luis. Uh, True low and slow style barbecue. Closest thing to anywhere in Central Texas you're going to get up here. Um, Our briskets are 14, 15-hour smokes. We use a white oak. Comes from East Texas ship it out here. It's the real deal. Uh, true off- offset smokers, you know, none of that pellet feed. We're, it's the real deal. We've been taking advantage of uh, kind of spotlighting some of the businesses here in the
2: plaza and especially some of the new businesses. Can you talk a little bit about the revitalization, especially since COVID, as far as the return of tourism and kind of opening the plaza back up to Albuquerqueans proper?
4: Yeah, so actually I had a food truck before I opened the brick and mortar um, pre-COVID. COVID put an end to that. I came across this property right when COVID started um, from the previous owners got in here. Now, the new nor- the new owners came in and have done phenomenal work, uh, the Noisy Water Crew, and they're just blowing it up. I mean, invested a ton of money into the property, making it look beautiful and up to par. And it's just, it's a great thing to see, you know, coming in, especially being a previous tenant coming in, not knowing what kind of foot traffic we'd have, and then having these young, driven guys come in and invest this kind of, you know, the ideas they have and everything they're putting into it, and it's, it's phenomenal. Um, so, I mean, it's great.
3: I can't, there's nothing I, I can say. So I'm looking at your hat, it says Pitmaster on the side. That's it. So is this something, when it comes to barbecuing, is this in your blood? Is this something you've been doing for a very long time? Uh, so I'm just a chef by trade.
4: Um, actually moved back here to start a Korean fusion style truck. Got back here, realized that's everyone's doing. Uh, I'm originally <laughs> <back> from <laughs> Albuquerque. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> like, come here, you know, so like, all right, well, what, what do we suck at here in Albuquerque? And then man, barbecue, you know, being next to te- Texas, we, I grew up eating, you know, the other guys. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And. It's just not what it should be, you know, traveling through Texas, having the real deal. So I was just like, why do we not have this being so close to Texas being the, you know, capital of barbecue? So we went for it, and here we are, you know, studied it, traveled, talked to a ton of pitmasters, uh, ruined a ton of briskets. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And, you know, practice makes perfect. Here we are. For what so, I can
3: tell you guys have mastered it. Trust yeah, me. this is – I'm
4: very happy right now.
2: Uh, so it's mostly dining in, it's mostly carry out. Where's the clientele at? Like, what,
4: how are you guys how are you guys reaching your consumer? So we have a pretty small dining room. Um, about the whole property is about 800 square feet, so a pretty small dining room. We have a porch patio outside with five full size picnic tables next to the smoker. Um, there is <clears throat> indoor seating. Um, carry out is the best, you know, especially with barbecue. You want to buy. Bunch of brisket, bunch of ribs, go home, watch the game, hang out with your family. So that's the clientele we are driving towards. But yeah, of course. You come in, bring everybody, we'll we'll feed you, you can sit down and have a great dinner.
0: So I I get a lot of flack on this show wherever we go that I'm it's the not ve- just the show. I'm the veg- <laughs> I'm <laughs> the vegetarian here. Yeah. Brr, 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 brr. I brought you some yeah. smoked this, water. This oh, smells <laughs> this smells absolutely amazing. Yes. But Fred and Robert get <laughs> trays of barbecue, and you brought me a half carafe of water. Yes,
4: sir. <laughs> That's going to be the best
0: smoke wire you right ever I'll right tell you what. This is what wow. we're going to do right now. I'm doing it in real time. All right, you, you okay. want to describe yourself? Yeah, this, so, Fred? all right, so. Oh, oh my so goodness. Van Are you really pit- about to do this? Here we
3: go. So you
2: have a rib end here of a St. Louis rib. and All right, so you're going full mouth. All right, so. Oh, oh it's sauce, in his mouth. With the sauce. Yes, okay. I love it. Oh. So Van has. Yes. Yes, you have betrayed he's, all your fellow. He's come to the dark side. And he has now won. All right, Van. So the first meat that you've had in your mouth. Can you, you had hear in me chewing mouth, on air? Can you hear no. me? No. <laughs> and and I know Van also broke his vegetarian rule when we were in Hawaii as you had fish. That's correct. So you have now had meat for the first time in six months. Talk about it. That's amazing.
0: Oh, the the crisp on the edge of the rib is perfect. It's amazingly tender. It just falls apart in the mouth. And the sauce, you got a perfect Texas sauce. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So earlier you said. Texas, the mecca of barbecue, and I could hear in my headphones, Fred from yeah. St. Yeah. Louis yeah. grinding his teeth. About that dry rub. I felt so, the heat. I felt the heat. Yeah, so we got you guys spread apart right now. What what different, di- differentiates Texas barbecue from all, all the other places that claim that they're the best?
4: Uh, like I said, there's just places that prefer dry, dry rub, like St. Louis. It's more of a dry rub. You know, they don't really prefer much sauce. Uh, Texas is more, you know, sauces. If you need a sauce on it, it's not really true barbecue. You shouldn't have to cover the flavor with sauce, which I strongly believe. But here in New Mexico, coming from somewhere where we grew up on green chili, red chili, everything, like Gotta have 90% a sauce. of the people want to drown sure. it in sauce, which is completely fine. So that being said, we, I, you know, just tried to make the best sauce I possibly could, and this is what we come up with after lots of trials and tribulations. It's, we use... Real honey, real butter, real everything. There's just, it's, it's the real deal. We don't, don't shortcut anywhere. You know? how, how strong is your catering game? We love catering. Yeah. Please, bring it on. Anything, 500,000, wedding, whatever. Let's wow. So you're the corporate office.
2: If they're having a big event, you're having a private event, you're at King Sierras or graduations or whatever.
4: And what is the best way for a friend of the show to connect with you to, uh, to put this barbecue in their mouth? Uh, you can go to Fat Tees Food, F-A-T-T-S food.com the entire menus on there there's also a catering inquiry form you can fill out uh, <clears throat> as well as a live ordering um, menu that's available the live menu will have product come off as we sell out because we are small batch barbecue so as brisket sells out it comes off the menu as ribs sell out it comes off the menu we're small batch barbecue it's the real deal like I said we're not pushing out crap we're we're we believe in our product I'm not trying to resell stuff that doesn't sell. Um, mm. You're getting the you're getting quality of quality every time.
2: So you guys don't know, but when I first sat down with Charles to you know talk about being here for the New Mexico Bowl pep rally and talk about kind of spotlighting some of the businesses here in the plaza, your business came up first. Oh, so yeah, so awesome. Char- yeah, so Charles said, "Hey, at the very, we're not doing it if Fat Tees isn't in, like, right? Because Fat Tees here is is a fun staple and it's a destination for Albuquerqueans. So thank you for taking the time. Uh, anything we missed, Tyler? No, anything? Thank you. That's a bigger deal that I didn't
4: know about and we should have uh, put more attention on. No, not at all. I mean, you guys hit it. You know, we like I said we're just Texas started it. We're going to finish it. It's the is the real deal up here. So, come come give us a shot and we'll if if you think it's not the real deal, we'll we'll take care of you. That's you mean, for sure. Uh give me the business hours and give me the phone number real quick. Uh, currently we're open <clears throat> Thursday to Saturday 2 to 8. Sunday is 11 to sell out. We usually sell out around 4 o'clock on Sundays. Uh you're welcome to call in. Uh, the phone number is posted on the website as well. You can also pre-order food if you know you're coming later at night for dinner and you're coming with a group of people, you want to save three, four pounds of brisket, call us in when we open at 2 o'clock. We'll, we'll, we will reserve your brisket for you. Awesome. Um, you just, just make that call and let us know. There's no reason to not get the food. Just, you know, make sure we know to save it and we got you. Tyler
2: Torres, Fat Teas Barbecue. Thank you so very much, friend.
4: Hey, thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Thank Today's
2: you. I-9 Varsity, whenever we get back from the break, pretentious car drivers, hmm. okay? It's Let's say one. It's I-9 Varsity. Yeah, We're going to give that to you when we get back. Dave & Buster's presents Two Men on, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Remote Studio, as we are live from the New Mexico Bowl Pep Rally. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA at Central New Mexico, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Well, boys, all good things must come to an end about the most fun you could possibly have it was a very loose friday sports adjacent for certain thank you to jeff simbietta and the new mexico bowl for encouraging us to come out thank you to noisy water winery for allowing us to set up really commandeering their patio for some time that's what we did that's exactly what we did thank you to all of the uh small locally owned and many uh brand new businesses here in the plaza, that includes Ann Stacker over at Sheehan Winery, who was just absolutely wonderful. Uh, obviously, Charles Roomba of Noisy Water Winery, who helped us. Pete Kay of Downshift Brewing. That, I mean, we're going to have a lot of fun there tonight. Yes. And then Tyler Torres of Fat Teas Barbecue. Uh, very good barbecue.
3: That's uh, not a strong enough descriptor. No, all of this is top quality. Every business you just yeah. named off. Quality. I'm happy for Old Town because it, this
0: has a different vibe than it was before. I agree. Yes. There's, what I'm about to say
2: is going to sound like kind of critical, but I don't want it to. There's young adults down here. Yes. And, like, that has not historically been my exposure to Old Town. Sure. Yeah. So, anyways, it was great. Thank you to Van Tate who came on the program and laughed with us for a little bit. He's a world of talent and obviously did excellent with the Battle of the Bands. Congratulations to Fresno State who absolutely whipped the floor. With UTEP. Um, I can't they lost
3: the uniform battle, but they won the music battle. Yeah. You, yeah, you nailed it. You That's nailed what it right was. there. Yep.
2: While here, we saw what I like to call um, creative driving. <laughs> A lot of bad drivers. Today's I 9 varsity connect I-9 Sports. League Office 280 at I-9Sports.com. I-9Sports.com and then we'll search Albuquerque. You'll find I-9. They just started their Winter Leagues uh, last week van, uh, but they can still get you in because they practice like every Wednesday and the thing with I-9 is they practice and play games on the same day so it's only a one day commitment. Good for the fundamentals is I-9 Sports. Today's I-9 Varsity is the Varsity of pretentious drivers okay and this started because we saw one of those jeep uh like pickup truck gladiator yeah, the jeep truck yeah whatever it's yeah called. whatever it's the
3: called new one yeah yeah the, the very new one
2: and uh just literally parked perpendicular in the road
0: and doing St- l- stop stop traffic just as so they could get a instagram or TikTok or whatever yes. video yeah yeah it was very obnoxious yes
2: and then would you call that front seat dancing yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I yep. don't. I don't know yes. how. Else. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> All right. So that is today's I nine varsity. Who would like to go f- first? Kick it off. All right. I am going to go with the the merges too slow, because to merge the on ramp is for speeding up, hmm. and I have a strong issue with you if you think it's to go in front of me slowly. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. And I'm not the guy who travels in the right lane on the highway. I'm the guy guy who travels on the middle lane in the highway. But if you're making these moves, then the right lane's got to come over. It's a whole thing. You create a zipper. I don't want to mess with my zipper while I'm on the highway. So I'm saying you are the problem Too slow on-ramper, pretentious.
0: That's that's terrible. That's that's a a really good way to start it off. Thank you. First on my list on the I-9 Varsity of obnoxious driver, I'm going to go with mini driver. Ah, good. Yeah. Good one. You had Matt Damon. Yeah, you like apples? He's... Mm. He's got a great job uh, at Harvard. Yeah, Very handsome. He's a, he's a genius. He's a janitor. Well, I mean, hey, I, I, <laughs> hey, remember when your teacher used to tell you that like, if you don't study hard, you're going to be the janitor? She never told you that the janitor made more money than her, did she? <laughs> she didn't tell you that. So number one on my
3: list of obnoxious drivers, I'm going with mini drivers. OK,
2: pretentious. Yep. Pretentious,
3: pretentious. I'm going to go uh, with mine. Since I got my driver's license in Southern California, and what I see out here in Albuquerque, I'm going to say, being in the fast lane and only going the speed limit—yeah,
2: unacceptable.
3: Get out of here with that. Rough. I, oh rough. my gosh, yeah. that blows me up right there.
2: I'm going to pass so that Van has enough time to talk about Donald Driver.
0: <laughs> so next on uh, my I-9 varsity oh, of obnoxious drivers <laughs> is Green Bay Packers wide receiver Donald Driver. <laughs> uh-huh. You're nothing without Brett Favre. Just like every wide receiver who's ever worked with Aaron Rodgers is nothing without Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. So you get out there and you celebrate and you act like you're king of the world. You're nothing without Brett Favre.
3: Mm. Robert. Okay, I'm going to go. No, we're going to skip you.
0: Wait,
5: No,
3: no, no, no. I I, got to keep it sports related. (laughs) Pretentious driver Mm -hmm. is the one Tiger Woods might pull out now. Okay. (laughs) Uh, okay. That's where I'm going with it because he is on sports too much right now. He's still messed up. Get out of here,
2: Van. Your diatribe on Baby Driver, please.
0: (laughs) So next on my I-9 varsity (laughs) of obnoxious drivers, (laughs) the hand tool, the driver. Uh, What is that? Look, you're not a driver. You're just a drill. You're just a drill. Don't don't create new names. (sighs) You're just Uh, a drill. Hey, chill out. All
2: right. Shoulda went with Baby Driver. You go with it. It did suck. I mean, it, was,
3: <laughs> it did. You know, I was I was do? so disappointed. Yeah.
2: You put in earbuds <laughs> to drive? That didn't even make sense. You Look, have to you have yeah. to hear the environment around you. Soundtrack was legit though. Insanely legit. Soundtrack
0: was very. There strong. was
2: more money in licensing for music for that movie than like talent direction. Yeah, yeah sure, gotcha. Because it was not for me. Also, that guy that was in that jeep, he sucked super bad. Yeah, he's the <laughs> worst. Yeah, he
0: <laughs> he's the worst.
2: The son had said he was still wearing sunglasses. Like what do
0: you I hope I hope I see that like video on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or whatever later and I'm gonna dox him. <laughs> <What>? I'm, gonna, <laughs> what? I'm gonna put it out there. There were like twelve cars behind him. Like, oh hey, I just wanna have a nice Christmas holiday with my family. And he was uh, Nope.
2: It, what, and not put it in park, like the brake he was holding the brake on like people thought he was gonna move. No, yeah. He ain't gonna move? No, it was like a full on track. Also, somebody's hitting us with the flashers. Did you right see now. that? So I'm gonna say
0: yeah. Who, guy who hits the brights yeah. at the stoplight. <laughs> you weren't you, you paying attention, but I think he was being kind, actually. So they're the opposite of an obnoxious driver because they let the people in the so, crosswalk walk through uh, early. All right, you mean the uh, thing
2: they're supposed to do? I'm not about to celebrate them <laughs> for the rules of the road. There's a social norm here.
3: Oh, man. I
2: have strong issue with people who do stuff outside of the expectation of the road.
3: Like, you do go. not
2: wave me through. Unacceptable. Yes.
3: You know the rules. Follow the rules. I don't need your assistance. No, there you go. Hey, here's the thing: you are in the
2: you are on the. Do not wait for someone to pull out of a parking lot. Like we're this is a through street. We're going like oh, it just fires me up so and, bad.
0: By the, the plaza is one
2: way. I was going to say there's you, no there's, there's no decision there's making. None. Done. You Zero. just keep
0: going around.
3: Keep making the left.
2: <laughs> That's it. Uh, my very last pretentious driver is the guy uh, driving my 2015 Hyundai Sonata that was stolen <laughs> out of my front yard. <laughs>
3: uh. Oh man,
2: that that guy sucks. Oh, so R.I.P. Yeah, Your yeah. Hyundai Sonata. Out of there.
0: Hey, in the long run, uh-huh. he did you a favor, how right? S- how so? Because now you got a truck. You got a truck. God, Fred, hey, look, Fred. Fred's a truck. Guy. He said a push. Fred, a push. Fred's a truck guy, not a Sonata a guy.
3: You're not a Sonata guy. What? Yeah, I don't even see how you were fitting in your old car, man.
0: I mean, I was comfortable. You just
3: accelerated your next decision.
2: <laughs> I thought it was like a luxurious four-door sedan. It was not luxurious. It was very midsize, very middle of the line. Uh, boys had a lot of fun with you both today Uh, real quick before we go what was your favorite thing about being on the patio of noisy water winery
0: well okay number one it wasn't the weather no because my my fingers and my nose is cold Mm -hmm. but besides that i'm gonna just steal your favorite word fred please do it was the fellowship fellowship Mm -hmm. Fellowship. yeah
2: Fellowship with your boys. Thank you to everyone who stopped by and said hi. That was so very kind. Robert, uh, you got anything this weekend? You're
3: performing? Nothing this weekend.
2: Are you even a working comedian anymore?
3: Nothing this weekend. But coming up Wednesday with you guys at the Gong Show, you will be host. Not host. You will be judges. Your boys
0: are off Monday. Van, any final words? Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you Tuesday,
3: Burke.